0: Yeah, we're talking Avalanche. We're talking Golden Knights live on ESPN. We also got a lot of stuff to talk about with the Philadelphia Flyers starting our road trip. Hit that like. Hit that subscribe. Let's go talk some puck. Oh,
1: Oh! Oh, Oh, shit.
2: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new edition of the Hockey Happy Hour Live. On a2dradio.com, I am Matt Susuti, along with the Darkwing Brian Daly, what up, and the Broken One Rob Povia.
1: I am master of my domain. <laughs>
0: well done.
1: <laughs> a little tie into a little pre-show talk, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. For you Seinfeld
0: and- fans out there. <laughs>
2: And today, we are going to be talking about the Flyers heading on out to Western Canada for their first road trip of the year. It won't be their last, but at least they'll have an opportunity to get to see what life's like on the Pacific side of things up in the Great White North. But hopefully, it's a good road trip. Uh, Hopefully, they have like a pleasant stay up there. and It's not bad because... That kind of happened last year, and hopefully we don't get a replay of that. But Well, not last year, two years ago. But anyway, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Hockey Happy Hour on A2D Radio, brought to you by Body Check Wellness, created by Riley Cote, former Philadelphia and Phantoms Enforcer. And at the end of the day, he created this. It is a great line of products using hemp and THC-free products. It's got edibles, ointments, gummies, you name it, they've got it. And it's great for focus, clarity, balance in your life. If you're dieting, it helps you with that as well. Rob's used them, and it has really accelerated his his goal reaching, I guess, would be the best way to describe it.
1: (laughs) Catch those dreams, baby. yeah, yeah. (laughs)
2: And Body Check Wellness, 25% off with the promo code. Definitely check them out. They're absolutely worth it. And the poll question, which is brought to you by Manscaped. Listen, men, we all need to have confidence in the world. It's what draws in the ladies. But Bri, what makes the ladies run away in fear?
0: Junk funk.
2: Yeah, yeah. You don't want that. So go to manscaped.com use the a2d code and get 20 percent off of your order and unlock your confidence and there's even a couple of free gifts you have a trimmings bag so that you're not classless and you clean that shit up when it's all said and done and you have boxers too so that way you have some nice awesome cool pair of boxers you can just chill around the house with good stuff right there from manscaped so check them out and now the poll question the Flyers will sweep Western Canada. Agree or disagree. Flyers going to be going up against the Oilers, the Flames, and the Canucks to finish up that season series there. Gentlemen, do you think the Flyers can sweep Western Canada?
0: No, sir. No, sir. They got a very, very tough game on Wednesday against the Edmonton Oilers, who are starting off the season five and oh. Definitely not how I thought Edmonton was gonna end up, but I mean the Flyers have played a strong game so far. Uh, still, some things that they can work on for sure. But you know, they're going up against a very tough stretch here in, in Western Canada. And to start off with the Edmonton Oilers, it's tough. It's going to be a, a, definitely a, a tough matchup, which we'll get to see on TNT. So, it I disagree with the poll. It's just going to be too tough. They they're playing well, but the, I just think they got too
1: much on uh, too much on their plate for this little trip here. Yeah, Flyers never sweep any Western Canada trip. <laughs> I mean, it's good that at least it comes this early in the season. When I looked ahead at the opening month of the schedule, I was like, ooh, getting rid of some of those Western Canada trips, or at least uh, matchups, both and away, done real early, and that's nice. But, I mean, they're still rolling well, even coming off the tough 4-2 loss to Florida you know a team that's definitely pushing as a playoff contender you know some in some people's book championship contender And that was a very back and forth evenly matched game up until the very end and this is a team that is minus a few pieces due to injury so do they have the skill set are they have the momentum rolling in their way to do well on this trip absolutely and i believe that will hardly sweep it not going that far
2: all right. Well, we have a lot of uh, we have a lot of the fans chiming in. Mike Parker here saying, "Gotta be hard to sweep West Canada." We had Moira, hi Moira. John, hey John. We got oh no, pretty...
0: Johnny Spidey.
2: Yeah, we got Dan saying, "Hey, fellas, joining from the bus." Well, hopefully everything's going well for you out there. And uh, basically, pretty much everybody's saying the same thing. No seems like it's going to be a little too difficult. And Joey, chiming in here. I'm definitely disagreeing with the poll. I get it. I mean, in Western Canada, it's not easy. You are dealing with a time change. I mean, hell, the Sharks dealt with it on Sunday. And literally, not even 20 seconds into the game, Cum Fungus scored on them. So it's like, yeah, that, that time change screwed them because that was a matinee game. So imagine a West coast Pacific team and a matinee game at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. That's like... 10 in the morning to them. So (laughs) it was pretty bad. They were shaking off a lot of sleep in that first period. So yeah, a time zone change is very much a real thing, but I also think too, not that that's, that would kind of somewhat take away from the fact that they are skilled teams that you're going up against. Calgary is always uh, they're not going to be an easy team. They like to throw the body around and they can score. And uh, also you got Edmonton. We already know what they have. There's no real, need for discussion on that although mike smith is out but that's actually a good thing so (laughs) and then uh, on top of it then you have vancouver and we learned a lot from vancouver in game one they're they're not an easy team to go up against they can control the play when you let them so goal is is to uh, kind of rebound after that uh semi-rough go of it in that home opener against them
0: but Yeah, and you expect a different game now that the Flyers have a little bit of video on on this Vancouver team. So I think that'll make things a little bit easier for them. But in the long run, Vancouver is still a very tough team. They are playing better than they were last year, for sure, early on. Like I said, you saw Edmonton, who is a playoff contender. You have Calgary, who could be a potential playoff contender. Uh, You know, their roster is stacked, but it's just a matter of playing well together, which for some reason, Calgary doesn't like doing. Um, I mean, they played okay under Bill Peters and then he got fired and they played all all right under the new coach, but I don't know what it is at Calgary, but I mean, they are a, they do have a very good roster as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's going to be a tough stretch for flyers. It really is. And, and for them to go for them to sweep it is, is going to be a very tall task doable, but I just think it's unlikely.
1: Well, in regard to uh, Dan's Vancouver Canucks there, what's the latest on Brock Bresser? I know he was out for the first game. Is he back in their lineup? Is that someone that the Flyers are going to have to account for?
0: I uh, will double-check for you real quick.
1: Yeah, because I, I haven't heard much. And I I'm, I'm, apologize, Pam, though maybe audio or video quality. I had to come from my phone. My Computer decide to update for five hours today. Excellent, <laughs> excellent. And uh,
2: Mike Parker here saying, "What four days rest on the time change? Time change though, I think there's some COVID protocols to follow when teams jump the border." I, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think there is some. I don't think it's as it's obviously not as restrictive as it was. Meanwhile, also, uh, Colorado and Vegas just got started,
0: um, and it's one nothing already.
1: Holy shit, it is. plus Plus. both last season and the season prior you know eliminating the international travel that was during a time where canada was doing you know quite well in terms of keeping the numbers down from the pandemic well things have kind of changed since then you know what i mean they might have a harder time getting back (laughs) (laughs) No, but us just opened up to international travel too so i don't think that's all kidding aside you know at this point it seems like all the four majors, most major sports, have this on lockdown by, you know, by now in terms of uh, protocols and uh, keeping the players safe, keeping the fans safe. Got to applaud all their efforts. Oh, for
0: sure, for sure. Um, Hitler-Stevenson got the first one here for Vegas. They're up one nothing up early on. Um, I'm not seeing anything about a return date. Uh, apparently, he's played in three games this year, though. He's probably already back. So played three games, has a goal and assist for two points in in three games so far this season.
1: Yeah, he may have only missed that opener, maybe an additional game as well. It just that in terms of what you boys were saying, in terms of or Brian to your point, you're saying they had the you know video on them; they'll be able to better handle them. Well, they didn't. I, I mean, they didn't have Brock in the lineup during that time, so I mean that's something to account for. And it's going to be, you know, all three games are going to be a true test. I mean, certainly Connor McDavid, fastest player in the game. Uh, It's going to be, you know, the fire speed is going to be put on test to try to keep tabs on that, man. And for in terms of Calgary and Vancouver, I I really the, the game that I sort of have most trepidation on is that Vancouver Canucks game.
0: Hmm. Which I can understand. I mean, like I said, I mean, I I've been high on Vancouver the last couple of years because I like the way they built the team. I like the mixture of veteran leadership and and young talent that they have, and even some of the the veteran leadership is is still young talent. So I, I like where Vancouver is. Um, so they are definitely they're during all three of these teams aren't going to be teams to really you know they're not pushover teams. So yeah, um, there there is potential for the Flyers to get swept. Again, I think that also is unlikely, but I mean, you truly, you truly never know the first, this is the first road trip for this roster that has a bunch of new faces on it. So could be a huge bonding uh, trip for them, build some chemistry. You get the big one out of the way early. I mean, they're still going to have another Western road trip, but you get the, you get the hard one out of the way first because you go to California go to Seattle, those teams aren't – they're not as tough as as the Canadian teams they have to play.
1: Hmm.
2: Yeah, two of them in rebuild. One of them so far okay, but we'll see how the season goes for them. Yeah. But uh, Jake saying, what up, boys? I'm going to agree with the poll. Let's go Flyers. Nice. That's some orange and black flowing through the veins of Jake tonight.
0: Oh, that's a homework comment, Jake. Come on, you're better than that. (laughs) i'm just kidding i'm just kidding
2: and don don saying what's up what's up don don
0: don don what's up, Dave?
2: don don moira did say i'd be happy with a split on the road which i think is pretty much the goal
0: cheers to that oh by the way this is that that stuff i was telling you guys about before last week nice so how's it not bad it's all right all all right right. yeah priz you're going to the box 10 minute misconduct (laughs)
2: <laughs>
0: john saying f covid i agree with Good that on
2: you,
1: wholeheartedly
0: john miss you buddy
2: and frank saying hey yo i disagree to the poll that edmonton team is going to be tough but i hope they get one back on the canucks
0: yeah i mean i would love i would love to see them them get the c uh season series sweep on the canucks but like I said, I'm I've been high on them for a couple couple years now. I like where they're at. I think losing Markstrom was a big. I don't want to say a mistake because they still have um, Arthur Demko, who's a solid. Um, who's a solid goaltender, but I just thought I thought Markstrom was just better. I just thought Markstrom was better. Uh, but again, still high on this team. I still think Vancouver could be a playoff team, and I think they're going to be a playoff team. And then what's up, Mike?
2: Mike saying,
0: what's up with Ellis? Getting a little concerning. Yeah, Ellis was out
2: in the previous game against Florida with an injury. Um, I have not heard that it's long term. So and he should hopefully be back in the lineup come Wednesday night against Edmonton. It seemed like they were pretty sure he could be. It's just no real, you know, they say lower upper body injury. So it's not like they're going to tell you the specifics all the time.
0: So, but yeah, I, I, didn't I don't hear think that it, was, it was a
2: major injury.
0: I, I thought it was maybe like a maintenance thing. Um, because yeah. like I, like you just said, Maddie, they didn't really specify on what it was, and whatever it was, do, whatever it is, doesn't seem serious. So, could be a day to day thing, could be a maintenance thing just to keep him fresh. I mean, the Flyers have enough defensemen right now that they can rotate guys, yeah, to give them days off early to keep him, uh, fresh, fresher. For the playoffs. So I don't know. I, I really don't know. I haven't heard much on this on this injury.
2: And Mike is saying that A V said he was out tomorrow. So maybe that just recently came through on the wire that he's out for tomorrow's game. But again, like you were saying, right day to day. Don't wanna rush back if there is a slight injury that he might have and then he's out for a long term period. Yeah, it's but, tough um, for me to
0: get it's tough for me to get all the updates down here. Um
2: no, it's all right. It happens. It's okay. Anyway. Usually I'm
0: on top of it. <laughs>
2: But um, right now, Colorado does have a power play on a tripping call on the Golden Knights. And let's see. Prism saying, I want to take a second to say, fuck whatever hockey guy. I'm looking at you, Gordy. That decided to flush my season in the shitter. (laughs) By the way, speaking of that, the Blackhawks, yeah, they were off to a pretty rough start for them. Flurry. Not looking great. Team not looking great. But at the same time, though, I... It's still very early, so we'll see. But as for unfortunate news on the off ice situation, they were recently fined for the uh, sex scandal that has been running through the uh, Blackhawks organization. Forget how much, I think they got fined, what two million, something around that range. Somewhere yeah, around so there, that recently came through on the wire, so that's uh. Yeah, that's a tough one to to take as an organization. That's a hit to your pride. That's a hit to your – that's a hit to you just personally because it's just like, you know, you support the organization. If you're a fan, you love the organization. You love the players on the organization. It's just an insult to everybody who supports it, you know, and an insult to the players too that the organization would be possibly allowing things like that to be going on behind closed doors and being fine now for it, so –
0: yeah they're seeing they're seeing um i'm seeing it now NBC sports reporting he's not playing against edmonton inquires reporting that he's not playing against edmonton
1: yeah
0: um but i'm seeing nothing about i guess they never were really uh, yeah so ellis considered day-to-day with undisclosed injury um
2: And Mike saying, oh, you all hear anything on the Allison surgery? No, have not heard anything about Wade Allison or a timetable of his return. Um, let's see. Prism saying, Quinville was in the know about the situation. That hurts. Yeah, that's pretty bad if Quinville knew about it. shouldn't be.
0: I mean, I feel like they all knew about it. But unfortunately, uh, some of those guys sweep that stuff under the, under the rug. But yeah, I, just, I, I just – I just – It's terrible. That's all I can say. I'm speechless on it.
2: Yeah. But turning things back to more positive news, talk about the Flyers and how they've been doing recently. Starting off things, obviously, we got a chance to cover the first two games of the season. We got to see them with their opening night matchup against Vancouver. Had Had a rough ending, unfortunately, on a shootout loss, but the Flyers did have a great comeback in that followed by a dominant win against the Seattle Kraken. And then after that, we did the show, and then preceding that was the rest of the games on the homestand. So the next game that came up on the list was their first matchup against the Boston Bruins, the Philly-Boston rival getting started early, and the Flyers were able to turn the Bruins back, winning 6-3. A bit of an intriguing game. They had a hard time getting the puck off of the perfection line, but they always stayed one step ahead of them in terms of scoring goals. And then eventually they were able to increase that in the third period and solidify their victory with an empty netter. So that's always nice to see the flyers get a win on the Bruins because you know what? Fuck the Bruins. And then on top of that, they then followed it up with their game against the Panthers, which was a bit of a heartbreaker and one mistake. One mistake can sink the ship sometimes, and that one mistake Dixon did sink the ship when Huberto got that short-handed mm-hmm. goal off of a rebound off of his own breakaway chance, which Hart saved first off, and then by sheer fucking dumb luck. Where's the puck wind up? On Huberto's stick. He just shoots it off of Hart into the back of the net. It's like, oh, fucking course. a oh, fucking course. And waste a perfectly good game by Carter Hart, which was the shame of it all. Although Bob did play very well in that game, too. So can't take anything away from the other goaltender and the other team. And that's pretty much the two games that have gone down since we last did a show. So, Bri, as I'm able to get Rob back in here.
1: Oh, hell, Carter (laughs) Hart.
2: So, uh. Gentlemen, after seeing those last two games, you know, Flyers up against the Panthers and against the Bruins, what notes do you take away from that? What what things do you want to pull away from the victory against the Bruins and the,
1: the loss against the Panthers? Go ahead, Rob. Well, I like how strong the four check has been. You saw that in both the Boston game as well as Florida, uh, hanging tough with a, you know, really potent Boston lineup. And, and like I I said uh, earlier against Florida, they were in that game. You know, I, I get the final score was four to two, but in honor of the avatar I have in front, what we're starting to see boys is we're starting to see Carter Hart make the spectacular play and having that be a driving force for this team. This is what you saw a lot in the 2019 20 season and his rookie season. And, you know he's going to work hard cleaning up those fundamentals. I'm excited to see the progression in this young man this season.
0: Yeah, I mean, I wish I could, the game I saw was uh, Carter Hart, but the one thing I, I noticed was uh, M- Martin Jones played a pretty strong game against the Bruins and looked pretty solid in net. I do like that, you know, there's he's showing some stability. Uh, against especially against a tough Boston team, um, that that offense is just completely explosive at times, and it goes throughout the entire lineup. It's not just the perfection line; it's it's all throughout that Boston lineup. But um, I didn't get to see the Panthers game, unfortunately. But I know the Panthers are bigger, they're faster uh, than they were last year. They brought in Sam Bennett, which was a great move for them that adds goal scoring to them, and they're going to be another tough team to play this year. You got Spencer Knight playing pretty well. And the big one that was going to be a big question on how much success the Panthers had this year is, is Sergei Bobrovsky seems to have found his touch early on. Right. So he seemed to have found his, his, uh, his game again um, in the early season. So it could be a huge opportunity for the Panthers to really gain some ground in the Atlantic Division and then maybe finish higher than we expected.
1: Yeah, he certainly saved Florida some goals there. I mean, that easily could have been a flip-flop score in favor of the Flyers. But for the Boston game, that's why I wanted you to touch upon that, and you did it beautifully with Marty Jones, a guy that's been roasted uh, as a guaranteed L for this team based on preseason hockey when he's playing with B and C level defenders in front of him. You got the A team in front of him playing well. You know, I mean, I know we were minus uh, – ryan ellis over the weekend with that upper body injury but besides that on wednesday was a full squad and he showed 34 saves i believe he made just rattling that off off the top of my head in a game that could have also gone the other way in boston's favor so i think we got two good quality goaltenders here oh philadelphia and depth and this team can be dangerous boys it's time that it's time to believe it's time to put that believer hat on
2: yeah Meanwhile, Vegas is definitely believers. So they just got a shorthanded goal. <laughs>
0: what, a, what a strip! Who was that, Willie Carlson?
2: I believe it was, and he just went on down. Oh no, There's,
0: it was Riley Smith. Uh,
2: and he wound up getting harassed, but he still kept it. And then he got—I either Carlson knocked it in, or Smith just really puck handled this beautifully and kept oh, it away. He boxed out.
0: He boxed out comfort. He did. I don't wow. know who's getting credit for that goal. I think that's Riley Smith's goal.
2: It might be, yeah. But, yeah, that 2-0 now, Vegas, in the first period on a Colorado power play, too. So, a shorthanded marker for the Vegas Golden Knights. Goddamn. Well, Vegas is off to a fiery start, aren't they? But, then again, we kind of expected them to be.
0: I was going to say, is there any surprise there?
2: No, not really. Moira saying, too many issues with discipline with the Panthers. They seem bigger and faster. That is true. The Flyers did have a parade to the penalty box, especially in that second period where all they did was make a bad play and get themselves caught in a bad penalty. And while, yes, you can definitely say there was one or two calls questionable, you know what? It doesn't matter because at the end of the day, Nick Seeler absolutely dove and drew a penalty anyway. So bad calls were going both ways. It wasn't, and that really doesn't matter at that point because the point is, is that whether you agree with them or you disagree with the calls, you can't be doing that parade to the penalty box, and that's exactly what the Flyers were doing in the second period, and it cost them. Eventually, it did. It took a little bit, but eventually it came back and bit them in the ass. Ironically, though, penalty kill did a great enough job of killing off almost all of them, and then Owen Tippett scored on even strength. But of course, we wait till a Flyers power play. And then they make a stupid pass, and that leads to a shorthanded goal for the Panthers to kind of get back at you from Atkinson's shorthanded goal earlier in the night. So it's like, of course, that's the hockey gods just cruel, cruel karma catching up to us there. It's like, yep, yep, yep. And I will say this. I think the Flyers got a little too pass-happy there towards the end of the game. Way too many passes on those power plays. Not enough shots, not enough pressure on Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky was feeling it that moment. So, you got to get pressure on him. You got to, unless you want to just not win the game, which I kind of felt like it's like, why are we passing the puck? You got four minutes left and you're down by one goal, or you're down by two and you're still passing the puck. Why aren't you throwing it to the net? Why aren't you trying to get a dirty goal?
1: Obviously, it was Bob was in their head. He's making spectacular save after spectacular save. So, they're like, oh, we got to make it perfect. We got to make it, you know, tic tac toe in order to score on him. Instead of, you know, that's garbage. That the garbage um, take, you know, you continue firing the rubber on the on net, and eventually you're going to crack even the greatest of goaltenders. You got to keep on working hard. So I'm right with you, Maddie. That's absolutely what happened in that game. Too many passing in the end, and with the discipline, yeah, the, of course the hockey gods are going to balance that out. You know, when you continue to take penalties like. You know, popping juji fruit over here, like the Halloween <laughs> coming up, or some candy corn, you know, it's uh, going to even out and it evened out, and then some.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't take too many penalties. Penalty, you find yourself on the penalty kill, you're going to find yourself behind in the game. It, it's just, that's like some like cocky IQ 101. Because uh, a team like the Panthers, you know how good they are. You know how much firepower they have. They have they have an explosiveness to them. They have speed to them. They have a great goaltender. You have two potentially great goaltenders in that organization. And and to put yourself at a disadvantage by keeping yourself in the box. Oh, things are getting real rough in the Vegas game here. Yeah, they are. Um, you, you put yourself at a disadvantage. And when you put yourself at a disadvantage, you're going to put yourself behind. And then climbing out of the hole against a good team like the Florida Panthers is good, is – it's a tough. It's a tall task. It's a tall task, especially when you know you have guys like um, Bobrovsky who's making stellar saves, or even you can say Swayman had a couple really good goal, really good saves for for Boston in, in the game last Wednesday. So you know you gotta you gotta keep yourself as at an advantage, and you gotta you gotta figure out a way to to stay in front, uh, keep the puck in the offensive zone, and. And just like you and Maddie were saying, and, and I'm in full agreement, just put the puck on the net. Just put the puck on the net. Good things happen. Get a guy out in front. Get two okay. guys out in front. Outnumber, outnumber the defenseman and the goaltender. You know that that all that really does is it's great in your chances at, at creating not only a scoring opportunity, but a goal.
1: No. And yeah.
0: yeah, and I don't fully agree with you, Mike, um, saying that to bench canoeble to see what Brown has. I wouldn't mind seeing what Brown has, but sit here and say that Knubel makes too many penalties and turnovers. He's had two penalties in four games. Turnovers, possibly. I mean, especially in the Panthers game, I'm sure there was sloppy play forcing the puck, but he's had two penalties in four games.
1: Yeah, right before you brought up that comment, I was just about to say the praises of the fourth line. I thought they have been playing good energetic hockey, you know, uh, having some good positive shifts in the offense, you know, in the offensive zone. And, I I mean, I get it. I mean, I'd like to see what Brown has too, Mike. I get it. You know what I mean? But, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, you see, you know, a a guy in that who, you know, plays all five areas of the game, you know, pretty darn well. I mean, am I wrong? Have I missed a mistake that he's made? Please bring it to my attention because, you know, maybe besides maybe support discipline in the Florida game, you know, continuously driving the net. You know, getting pucks on that, having a strong forecheck in the corner boards. That would that's what you asked for from your fourth liners.
0: Yeah, knack is one of those guys. He's a blue collar guy. Knack is a guy who's gonna get in there, he's gonna get into the dirty areas, he's gonna he's gonna forecheck, he's gonna get into that, he's gonna, you know, create opportunities with the puck because he does have some speed to him and he's got an offensive touch. Uh, you know, does he probably can he turn the puck over? Absolutely. Every every player turns the puck over at some point. It doesn't matter who it is. I've seen Patrice Bergeron, Patrick Kane, Sidney Crosby, Alistair Vetchin, they all turn a puck over. Um, but, again, with the whole penalties thing, he's only had two in four games. So to say that he's taking too many penalties is a bad take. If you want to see Brown, ah, I'm all for it. You know, there's this is a league where you need grit, and you're in a division where you need grit because there's big, bodied guys in just about every team. Anders Lee in New York. Tom Wilson with the um, – Capitals, Ryan Reeves now with the Rangers. So you have the big body guys. You need the grit. So yeah, let's not figure out a reason to take guys out of the lineup to just put another guy in there. Let's 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 see. It's early on. It's early on. Let's let's see what some of these guys have and what they bring and find the best combination and, and best chemistry to win hockey games.
2: Yeah, I agree. And Ante saying uh, Flyers go one one and one on the road trip. I don't see them beating Edmonton without Ellis.
0: I mean, even with Ellis, it's a tall task. I'm with you, Ant. I would like to see them go at least 2 and one I think they can beat Calgary. I think they can beat Vancouver. I just don't think they can beat Edmonton right now.
2: Edmonton's Ed, Ed, 5-0. and Yeah, Edmonton's been feeling it in the early parts of the season. I mean, there is a first loss for everyone somewhere down the line. But at the same time, though, you, you have to just wait and see. at the end of the day. You know, and flyers are a team that are not as familiar with edmonton edmonton's not as familiar with the flyers and obviously both teams well one team has made a lot of changes edmonton refuses to make changes and pretends it's 1980 but in the end though it will be interesting to see how that matchup goes guys do you what do you think will happen in this game do you think that the what do you think like a score would be, or who do you think would be a big part for the Flyers and for Edmonton in this game? If more, if either side was to win this one?
0: Well, obviously you got to stop the speed of Edmonton. That's that's the big one. Um, shutting down Connor McDavid, Leon Drysaitel, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, all the big name guys like that. Um, Mike, anytime, man, you're more than always welcome to come back on the show. We'll always read your comments, stuff like that. So we really appreciate you chiming in with us. Um, so yeah, shutting down the speed, um, getting, getting some shots on net, um, really making that defense work, making the goaltender work as well. Um, really gotta, you gotta put pressure on, on Edmonton, keep them in their zone. Um, and if you can, and I know it's again, tall task phrase of the day, tall task. You got to keep you got to keep McDavid off the board. You got to got to keep McDavid off the board. You got to keep him contained. Um, as the score goes, I mean, I could I could very easily see it being like five three Edmonton.
2: Yeah, I got you. Um, I'm looking at a. You know, I think that the Flyers, offensively-wise, I think they can keep pace to an extent because they have been getting goal scoring. But I would say, you know, I, I, I'm I thinking around that. Yeah, I'm thinking around maybe around like a, a five. Yeah, you know, I think Brian did hit the nail on the head, honestly. I think a 5-3 is probably, probably a very realistic score. I can see the Flyers putting three up. I can see Drysidel and McDavid turning the game into their into their you know their playhouse. So if that does happen, then I could expect them to get two goals apiece. Most likely that could happen. So plus, also of course, it depends on how Carter's playing that night. So, but you know, yeah, I'll go five three. I I think Bry hit the nail on the head. I think that's a fair score on the, on the game. I do think it does go Edmonton's way. In that, with the way that they're playing, with the momentum, and they are in Edmonton, so
1: there, there is also that factor too. Which is, yeah. tough. but let's turn that negative and spin it into a positive, boys. Where is Carter Hart from?
0: Uh, Edmonton.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I see what you're my saying. boy, my son is going to be standing on his head in this game. This is a Flyers team that is two spectacular Bob saves away from scoring a minimum of four goals per game in every game. And, you know, living in reality, you still have a team that scored 18 goals in four games. I think they come in hot. I think they're able to score against this Edmonton team that always has trouble between the pipes. And yeah, Ellis still being out will be tough in terms of curtailing their offense, but I think Flyers win this game in a barn burner. All right. And I'm going to say they win it five to four.
0: Yeah, I can get behind that comment, Mike, 100%. He could. Yeah. I mean, if that does happen,
2: maybe we see. I don't know if Carter shuts it out, but I think maybe he keeps them to two
1: goals and maybe the Flyers walk away with a 4 2 win. Maybe, a four. know. I still gave him some goals because we're down our top D man. You know what I mean? So, you know, there's going to be some scoring, but a goalie can still steal you a game. It doesn't have to be a shutout or a low-scoring game. It's still steals you the game. That's why yeah. that's still the premise behind behind that. I mean, you think, oh, giving up four goals, he must have a bad game. But if that's on 48 shots?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, if you think about it, the league average now is three goals. You need at least three goals to win a game. The league average for goals against for a goaltender is not as low as it used to be. The league averages around a three, three and a half. Um, so if the, if they can get away with, with giving up three goals, four goals to Edmonton, I think that's – and I know this is, seems to be a Philly phrase lately. That's a moral <laughs> victory.
2: <laughs> yeah, what's up, Chris? Chris saying, what's up, boys? Sixers stink. All we have is the Flyers. <laughs> Me, Ben
0: Simmons back. Yeah. Did I say that?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, you did. Oh <laughs> Joe, no, Joe no. is saying the, the Flyers need to be America's top team, and fuck the Predators just scored on a power play. Oh god! Right,
0: damn so uh, real quick, um, let's do a scoring update. Got a bunch of games on task here. Real quick, Anaheim and Winnipeg will be playing later on tonight. Have not gotten underway. We'll start at ten o'clock. Uh, about two minutes left to go in a second. We got the Flames up 4-1 on the Devils. We have the Lightning currently shutting out the Penguins 3 nothing About a minute and a half left in the second. Uh, guy, for those yeah. not keeping up with us with our live updates, Golden Knights are up 2 nothing on the Avalanche, getting ready to end up the first. Predators up one nothing on the Sharks. As Maddie just said, that goal came from Matt Duchesne, picking up his second of the year and then we have two other games later on tonight at 10 o'clock. we got the Vancouver Canucks against the Minnesota Wild, and the Kraken are at home taking on the Montreal Canadiens.
2: Yeah, and by the way, the Kraken did start their official regular season rivalry with the Vancouver Canucks. The Canucks, at the very last minute, by the way, snagging victory from what seemed like it would have been the jaws of defeat because the Kraken actually had the momentum on their side. They had a power play going and everything, but eventually – Connor Garland scored
0: and put
2: the Canucks up, and that was all she wrote. Yeah.
0: Yo, did you see what he did after he scored that goal? No. What did he do? So apparently there was a fan sitting behind the bench flipping him off. As soon as he scored scored the goal, dude, I kid you not, I saw the video. He skated up to the bench, stopped, stared at him for a good minute, minute and a half. (laughs) Just absolutely just stared. Did not move. I'm sitting there. I'm sitting on my where was I? I think I was at work. I was sitting on my station chuckling at it. I'm like, this is <laughs> this is why I love hockey. This is the Steve Thomas thing all over again. <laughs> Robbie, I know you know what I'm talking about with that, right?
1: Oh, well, hell yeah, I do. Absolutely. <laughs> oh my God. Dude is, dude
0: is giving for those who don't know, Steve Thomas is uh was playing for, I believe, Chicago at the time, and a fan was heckling the entire game, and was giving giving him shit. And later in the game, a puck, I guess, was deflected up into the stands, Wounds up hitting the guy in the face, breaking his nose. Mm-hmm. Steve Thomas comes skating around, points at him, and laughs as he's skating by. Yeah, <laughs> he just was the same guy heckling him earlier, so you gotta love it. You yeah. do. You gotta instant, love
2: instant instant karma from the hockey gods there on a fan. Let's see, Chris Dunn's saying, any chance we can finally trade JVR before the deadline? Afraid it will be a ghost-type trade. So I have a feeling, do you guys think that we're going to get a lot more of the let's trade JVR posts this year uh, like we did last year? you think that that's still going to be a big trend?
0: I do, and I think a lot of it doesn't really necessarily have to do with – his production, I think it's going to be more along the lines of his contract itself mm-hmm. and how much they're paying him, which what I believe is, what, seven and a half?
2: Yeah, it's a it's a nice penny.
0: Over the next, what, two years? This is the third year of his five-year deal? So I he's got believe so.
2: Um, yeah, I believe so.
0: I don't know if anybody's going to take the contract now, but I think there's it's more likely if he does remain a flyer this year that he gets moved next year. I think it's going to be easier for another team to eat that contract on the final year versus trying to eat it for two years. Um, there are teams that can afford the deal, but it's going to be a matter of where some of these teams are con- considering like where their, their rebuild is. Um, I know the Red Wings are playing decent hockey right now. Uh, so they may not uh, Anaheim's playing decent hockey right now. They may not LA may, may not. Um, it depends. I think right now it's a little too early to tell. But I think JVR does eventually get traded, but I don't think it's this year. I do think it's next year,
1: though.
2: Rob, what do you think?
1: Not much to add there. I mean, I I don't get it all the time. You, you need leadership on the team, and you need guys doing the, the little things. You know, I I don't think he's played particularly bad to keep on warning. You know, the trade the trade talks. I get it that you know the contract hamstrings what you can do. You know. And if you can get value, I get it. You want to get younger, maybe, okay. But other than that, I don't know. Try not to be a loyalist here, but I see a guy working hard, sixty minutes every game, leading by example. Why would you want to trade that away from your team? I just, I'm, I'm with you. Today. I'm with you.
2: Yeah, I got you guys. All right, then. So let's see here. Personally, for me, also, it's like, well, we'll wait and see with JVR. You know, there's no, like, I don't, I'm not really in a rush, you know, because like you said, Rob, he's been helping a lot of the play on on the third? No, third or the second line. I forget which line he's on. I think it's the third. It is the third line. Okay. Thank you, Rob. He's been elevating the play, and he's really been helping get to those dirty areas, get those pucks free. He's standing in front of the goalie all the time really helping with the screens, which does help shooting pucks from the point, which suppliers love to do. So, I mean, I'm not really in any rush,
1: in my opinion. I mean, you got got talent ahead of them, and you got guys playing well, Farabee, Broussard, that whole line, Cam Atkinson getting – I mean, he's on pace right now for what, 264 goals this season? uh I mean, I think that would be a record. But I, I like that dynamic, that third line with Scotty Lawton and Oscar Lindblom. I mean, guys that do three different things, you know what I mean, and they complement each other while, you know, you know, continue to get dirty while, you know, like and, – and, and and you're seeing, like – I'm even seeing, a, like, a big hitting game coming from that I never thought I would see that kid develop as part of his game. He's getting – Grizzled, he's getting a little bark on him, and that's only gonna be great for his game. So where do you think that comes from?
2: Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. JVR has a lot of grit to him. You pass that on to people. Right. And I don't mean I'm not belittling any comment. I mean, if you can improve your hockey club and shed cap, you can always get better. There's all I don't care how great, you know what I mean? You can be this dynamo that we're watching tonight, the Vegas Golden Knights, they can still get better. So never live for contentness, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I dig it, but it, it just, I don't know. You got to value what you got. You know what, yeah. what I mean? That's all I'm saying.
2: Yeah. No, and, I, I, don't and think, I agree. And I don't think it will be a ghost type of deal because we needed to get rid of ghost anyway, because we needed the cap space with all the contracts that they were about to throw out left and right to, you know, some of the younger guys also, you know, freeing up some space to sign Carter Hart. You know, there were a number of things that had to be taken care of in the offseason, and ghosts needed to go for that reason and not taking on any salary was probably the best thing they could have done in that case. So they didn't take on a player, even a minor league player. They said, no, no, we, we don't really want anything for him right now. You just take him because we got other things we got to take care of and we need to cap space to do it. So I think that that, I think ultimately I I wouldn't see the same kind of deal for a JVR. I would see you get a little bit of something for him. I don't think it would be astronomical, but you get something for him, you know, in return. It wouldn't be a ghost deal.
0: Yeah. um, I just want to touch on Chris's comment real quick. Chris wants to know what the, uh, what the guys we traded away are doing. Um, I haven't gotten to see their play, but as far as offensive production goes, Jake is on par for what Jake does. Uh, Five assists in six games. Nolan Patrick, uh, a little bit of a slower start. One goal in four games for Vegas. Um, playing tonight right now. Um, and then Ghost has four assists in six games for Arizona. So pretty much par for the course for these guys right now. Not any significant changes. They're not playing worse. They're not playing better. But again, I haven't seen their overall play yet. Um, haven't seen enough of their overall play, I should say. So. Part for the course as far as offensive production goes.
1: Yeah. One guy that's been doing well for a surprising start. You're talking about other surprising starts that you mentioned earlier, the Buffalo Sabres team that's 5-0 and oh. You know, who saw that coming? And part of it's been due to a great play from Robert Hogg. Uh the just last game, I believe he had a goal, two assists and was a plus three or a plus four on the night. Saw that tweet go out. I was like, god damn you know i mean you know we he played well but sometimes you see guys that have talent go to other places and really thrive it you know what that's going to feel boys if bristo has any sort of slump or down period they're going to start blasting that deal luckily he's been playing pretty well so far hopefully he keeps that up yeah, yeah.
2: And he's had, he's had some growing pains. He's made an error or two, but he learns from them, and that's the important thing, you know? Yeah, no kid, mean. and he's actually on a team that gives a shit. So, you know, he's got a lot to adjust to as opposed to being in Buffalo where no one cares. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's
1: yeah. A, it's a, yeah, And I don't know if you even blame that line change on him because the guy that was supposed to sub in for him and forget which player it was Yandel. was able to hop off the boards. So he just reacted. He's like, oh, shit, he's not coming. I see this guy going in on a breakaway. He looks like he's caught with, you know, you know, mm-hmm. red-handed right there. But if, if he gets subbed on right away, that guy comes off the board and he's got speed to get back, you know. Yeah. So those things happen, you know, especially on the you – know, I mean, it should have been on the – it was at home. So that's a, that's a little disturbing, actually. But, <laughs> I mean –
2: But, again, too, also that – that perfection line will take advantage of you if you make even the slightest error. Even if you're a half a second behind, they'll make you pay for it. I mean, think about it. He was a half a second behind of stick checking cum fungus and cum fungus was able to put it right under Carter Hart's or Martin Jones far five hole there. And it's like, well, that's not really his fault because friggin' I think it was possibly made the pass. It was one of them. Is on the other side of the net. He's able to just put that puck right through the slot, right onto Marshawn's stick. So it's like that's not his fault. His defensive partner should not have allowed that pass to happen. Really, at the end of the day, right.
1: I'm glad you took it back there, Maddie, because I wanted to get your take actually on Marty jo- uh, Marty Jones's play there and uh, against Boston. Being familiar with them and following the Sharks, like, did he surprise you? Is it pretty much par for the course?
2: You know, here's the thing about Jones. He has good moments, and he shows flashes of his old self. He did it with San Jose over the last couple of seasons, but he was not consistent with it. Now, here's the thing, though. He was taking a massive amount more of the games because he was supposed to be the starter for San Jose. I think his starting days are over. I think that that's what it is. It's like, okay, maybe he's just a backup man. And it happens to goalies. You could be great as a starter for a while. And he was. He was probably one of the better goaltenders that the Sharks had post Evgeny Nabokov. Actually, he was, honestly, because how many goaltenders did the Sharks burn through until they found him and used him for a while? So, again, it's just one of those things of, I think he's getting to that point in his career where, okay, it's time to be a backup. Elliott went through the same thing. We brought him in originally to be a stopgap. But then we realized, well, Hart's ready, so let's make him the backup. And Moose was fine as a backup. He didn't have to log too many games. And in the games we had him in, he was fine. Yeah, he gave up the occasional softie a time or two, which, yeah, we got on to him about. But at the end of the day, for the most part, he was just fine. If Jones can do the same thing and not log nearly as many games and have solid performances in all of them, then that's all I could ask for him because Hart is the starter. So that's the difference. Whereas Jones was the starter in San Jose, he is not the starter here in Philadelphia. So the, the ability for him to be a strong backup is there.
1: Well, then he properly replaces Booth and, and, and uh, at a cheaper value. You know what I mean? Which what is what you were looking for at the time, at the point of signing him, and allowed them to make the other signings that they did. So yeah, if he can come in. You know, and be solid, maybe have that one spectacular game, you know, in a backup role, then that's perfect.
2: Yeah. And what's going on, Greg? I'm saying, What's hey, up, fellas? What's up, Greg? John Malmo saying, Good evening, gentlemen. Hello, John. Hopefully, wow. all is well with all you, despite the Biden administration. Hmm. I wonder who he uh, who's going to vote for in the up and coming elections.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, for those paying attention to the World Series, uh, Braves are up three nothing. Oh, game Stop one. Top second. The
1: Astros. Oh boy. I've always been a I've always been a guy. You know, a you know, a team from your division. You know, certainly your league gets the big dance. You root for them to win. That way, it gets it out of their system. But you applaud their efforts, and I mean, how can you not? A team that lost Ronald Acuna to get there, you know what I mean? I mean? They, dealt,
0: they dealt with some massive injuries this year. Acuna definitely being the big one. Uh, they went out, They made some good moves. Yeah, they made some good moves to to help. Uh, I mean, Jack Peterson wasn't the pretty one, but it wasn't a sexy move at the time. But it's a move that's helped them win baseball games, and now they're up three nothing on the Astros in Game One. But, but I mean, there's still a whole lot of baseball left. It's only the top of the second. All right then. We're I mean, I'm, like they were saying, like they were saying yesterday, Tommy and Ryan on um, Monday morning quarterback, which you can catch at, believe it. Believe it's like five five thirty ish on Mondays. This has got to put pressure on the Phillies now. You gotta you gotta put pressure on this team to, to make better moves to be more competitive and and yeah. all that. I mean. I think this puts pressure on them regardless. But if the Braves could walk away with another title, I think that puts a ton of pressure on the Phillies. It puts a ton of pressure on the met. It puts a pressure on everybody in the division to be
1: better. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, I didn't want to steal their thunder because they said it absolutely, and I'm glad you pointed it out because that's exactly what it does. It challenges you to be better. Hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Greg
2: saying disagree to the poll. There's always going to be that dud game. And uh, Chris saying, yeah, he's with Vegas for Nolan Patrick. Mike saying, I believe this year, four out of five for JVR, I think. Okay, so one year left on the contract
0: then. Oh, This year, this year's four, and then he's got next year. So like I was saying earlier, I don't think he gets traded this year because he's got two years left, including this year. Then he's got the fifth year, and then that'll be the year I think he gets traded. Hmm. Again, easier to swallow a seven and a half for A couple months versus two
2: years. (laughs) Yeah. And Greg's saying, our goaltending isn't consistent enough right now to go on a streak. I don't know if it's, I don't, I wouldn't necessarily say goaltending's been inconsistent. I think Hart's been fine. And yeah, he, those two softies on that Vancouver game, that's just bullshit fucking luck going their way. But, you know, it, I don't really, I didn't think Jones was bad. And I don't think Hart has been bad in
0: any
1: of his games, you know, like four games. Yeah, so I, I don't think it's games. goaltending. It's and- Philly. It's goaltending. It's got
0: to be. <laughs> oh, man, the Flyers lost 7 nothing. Goaltending issues. Bitch, ain't score. <laughs> you ain't going to win if you don't score. Just- <laughs> real talk. It is real talk. You know, it's the same thing that they were saying with the Eagles. Like, it doesn't matter. You can blame the defense all you want, but if Jaden Jalen Hurts can't drive the field and put you in the end zone, it doesn't matter how good your defense is. You're not going to win if you don't score. True. Same thing in hockey, same thing in baseball.
2: Yeah, yeah. that's true. You could have freaking Patrick Waugh in that, but if your defense is shit, fucking forget it. You're getting a five spot put on Wah. You And that's actually fair because in his era, that would have been 12. So <laughs> it's like he would have been having a good night at least. <laughs> but uh, let's see, double zeros, completely forgot about Ghost, and is he having a good season? Uh, apparently, mm. he's got those four assists going for him on a really bad Coyotes team. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I mean, okay, that's fine for him individually. He's probably
0: <laughs> he he probably is their best defender right now. Yeah,
2: good point actually, and that's actually not a good thing. I they love have, Ghost, but Ghost was kind of inconsistent.
0: <laughs> they have good guys. They have uh, Jacob Ch- uh, Chikrin, who's a good defenseman. But I mean, I think Ghost right now is their best on the roster. They had Ekman Larson, but traded him to Vancouver just another reason why I think Vancouver is going to be better than people think. Um, they made the nice moves in the offseason. But, again, you know, it's it's tough. It's tough to say. I haven't seen Arizona. But, I mean, he, offensive production, he's about par for the course right now.
1: Well, they're – Plus minus looking.
0: I'll tell you one second.
1: Thank you. Be, it might not be yeah. looking great despite the I assists. I feel so naked right now. I have no
2: access to stats. <laughs> again,
0: Sorry, I got you.
2: It might st- it might not look all that good, though, because unfortunately the uh, Coyotes are winless right now in their season. So he, he, it may still be a mm. minus even if he's got those four
0: assists.
2: <laughs> yeah, it isn't good. <laughs> oh,
0: it could man. be worse. He's at a minus four right now.
2: Well, it could be worse on a winless team. You are correct.
0: <laughs> minus four in six games. That's, a, that's almost he, – he's on the ice for almost a goal a game.
2: Yeah, so Arizona currently a winless wonder right now in the NHL here, which, you know, I mean, were we expecting anything less from this team? We were kind of expecting them to not have a good season. So it's only fitting that their first five they have no wins.
1: Quebec 2024, baby. <laughs>
2: uh, realignment's coming back once again. Someone's ass is going back to the West. Oh <laughs> looking, God, at you, Detroit, looking at you, Detroit. Looking at you.
0: We have enough over on the West. We need we need to get rid of some of these teams. Yeah, take Detroit back, please. <laughs> you guys can have Chicago. We'll take Detroit back.
2: No, 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 no. You can keep Chicago. We'll Ooh. give you back Detroit. And we'll oh, I'm fine. you can one have one Nashville back, then. Take
0: Nashville. <laughs> I don't want Nashville anymore. Nashville's fans annoy me.
2: You don't want the catfish people.
0: <laughs> it's not the catfish that I don't mind. It's a stupid chance they do. It's so annoying.
1: <laughs> it's all your fault. It's all your fault.
0: You're down four <laughs> nothing. You were down four nothing until you scored that goal. Knock it off. Nashville
2: currently still up one to nothing. by the way, in the uh, first period. Eight shots to four in favor of Nashville. So San Jose at the end of a long road trip. So <laughs> I could see this. Hopefully it won't get too ugly tonight. Hopefully they'll also have some comeback juice in them. They did make that Boston game interesting very, very late. Linus Allmark did not look great towards the end of the game.
1: Has San Jose been on the road to start the season so far?
2: Uh, they did start with Winnipeg at home came back and won that game. And then they went on, I believe it's a five game road trip because they swept Eastern Canada, which is surprising because the last time they did that, they went to the final. I don't think that the same thing is going to happen this year, but they actually impressed me. Although Toronto has been imploding on themselves at the very beginning of the season. And a lot of fans began be pissed off. Actually funny enough at the end of that San Jose game, after they lost a fan took their Jersey off and hurled it to the ice. Hey, we're so pissed at the Toronto loss to San Jose. I gotta admit, that's pretty damn funny. It's like, god damn, Toronto fans are just ready to fucking give up at this point. Holy shit. Time to (laughs) burn the motherfucker down.
0: Yeah. That that Detroit. Did their fan base is like their fan base is a joke. (laughs) Uh, Like uh, they are four you were two or three games into the season at that point. Like, come on! You're giving up already? Some fan? You're not a fan. You're a fraud, is what you are. I agree. Like, I hate that shit. Like, you just paid—you probably paid 150 to 200 bucks for that jersey, and you just threw it away.
2: That's the big sin, right there. You (laughs) fucking fraud. Like, to me, that's the big sin out of that. It's like, dude, like, you're really gonna throw your jersey that cost you how much money onto the ice? I hope it was a Chinese knockoff
1: that didn't cost you much money like I hey, if it's a fraud joy fan that shit came from Korea believe that <laughs> oh yeah
0: yeah but that's north true. korea
1: not even south that's true
0: <laughs> yeah they they're not going to be like me where they go to coolhockey.com and get their hockey jerseys and get everything professionally done that's what's true. up willie willie vegas in the house
1: yo yo uh, julian julian chiming
0: on? in too got julian Ted- chiming in
2: they say Detroit stays there, a fun punching bag. <laughs> and then he says, It's your fault. What's that chant about? Oh, just you know, just trying it, to be annoying. It, it's
0: it's a it's Nashville's fan base trying to get in the goaltender's head. It's kind of like any other fan base where they just you know chant the goaltender's name, nickname, whatever. think like when Marty Brodeur would get will get crushed by the Flyers, Flyers would just chant Marty. Yeah. Mar, some something along those lines. Um, it's just to get into their head. It's just an, a very annoying chant because they have like – it literally goes on for like a minute where they're saying stuff and it ends with all your fault. It's all your fault.
2: Yeah. They've been doing that for a long time too because I, I, I was watching an old game from way back when they first made the playoffs and they were up against Detroit. They were doing it back then too. So it's been around yeah. since day one for Nashville. It's just we know more about it now because Nashville had that run to the Stanley Cup Finals recently. And it's so annoying. (laughs) Uh, Oh, by the way, the goaltender in that game for the respective teams, I believe Tomas Vacun was in net for Nashville. So there's a blast from the past. And here's another one. Manny Legacy was the Detroit goaltender. Yeah, for what? It was between Detroit and Nashville. It was an old playoff game. Manny Legacy was in net for the Red Wings, and Nashville had Vacuum. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there you go. There's some blasts from the past for everyone.
1: Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <Appreciate that>. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck, man. They're, they're, Nashville was around when they were playing?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, and Kimo Teeman was on that Nashville team, too. That was before you know who was else was? <laughs>
0: you know who else was? He who? came over to Philly the same year. Scotty Hartnell. Hartnell. Scotty
2: Hartnell. And he scored in that game as well.
1: So that's good old Hartnell for you. He was doing you know, Hartnell I, things I thought, I thought Hartnell was going to punch out Al Morgani on the last pregame. Like, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't hear what Al said, but he said something that was real embarrassing to, to – to uh Scotty there, and I swear, I think they might have had some words during the break.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: some very
2: loud See, words. Is, <laughs> I
0: miss, I miss it. I, I do, I, I do miss being up there. This is what I miss about it. Everything <laughs> else about up there sucks, but <laughs> I do stream
1: miss that. It, Man, stream it. I'm sure you can find a way.
0: Uh, I got, I got a couple of different ways to go to. Dan's been helping me with with some streams yeah. and stuff, but that's good, yeah, man. Eileen, uh, what's up, Miss Eileen?
2: And let's see here. She was saying, "What's the poll question?" Well, here I will show it so that you can see. Will the Flyers sweep Western Canada? Agree or disagree? Go ahead and throw in your, cast your vote. Agree or disagree? Do it. Do
1: it. Do it. Let's Do
2: it. See. <laughs> John saying like when
1: others would chant hex stall.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the same idea. Absolutely, same idea. I will and John.
1: Oh, I, hold on, boys. Before we go on, this is important. You know, you brought up Dan. I do have to formally retract my troll comments on Dan. He's been he he found our show and he's been eh, on every show. So now you have you have car blanche to say whatever you want, man. You know what I mean? You've done the time if you've listened to us for two to three hours every Tuesday. That's like you know sometimes a pain worse than death. So you're you're, <laughs> you're you're in the club. Plus, no, on a serious note, he reached out to me and stuff like that. You know, all for condolences. So yeah, no, no it's good. It's and I knew that too, man. Like when we were like, I, I was even throwing the troll comment back. I was just me talking shit because you you know you were making solid points, and I'm like, Dan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nah, Dan's a good dude. It's definitely
1: yeah. good, dude. Absolutely. Well, I had to come out. Yeah, I mean you, you know, I'm, i told you we established I'm Rob, bad takes phobia. And when I have a bad take, I'll come back and you know, I'll own up to it. That's what I do.
0: Hey, yeah. it's all good. Uh John, I saw your comment about how to get a goalie cut jersey. What kind of what kind of jersey are you looking for? Like a blank jersey, or are you looking for one with uh with a logo on it? Because I got a couple options here for you, brother.
2: Mike saying can't wait to get Hayes big body and skill on the lineup." He did have a comment earlier. like, How long do you think it'll take Hayes to get back into the rhythm of things when he gets back? A um, couple weeks. Yeah.
1: It's probably somewhere What's around that? that range. Yeah. Keep in I, mind, uh, he's
0: going to be, he's probably going to be on the ice before he starts playing games again. So.
1: Right. Well, he's been looking good in that faction too. Like I think he's set for an early November return and you know, early indications were good. Now if he's skating well, He knows these boys, you know what I mean? Not even the new faces he's played with before in the past. So, And I don't think there's a bigger motivation in hockey this year. I'm very excited about what Kevin Hayes brings to this team. I think he's going to have a fabulous season. And I think he hits the ground running right from game one. That's my prediction there.
0: (laughs) I would love to see it.
1: I would love to see it.
2: I'm sorry, guys. I didn't mean to interrupt, but they just showed uh, San Jose. One of the Sharks players and his wife, they were dressed up as hockey fans on a night where they were playing Nashville on Halloween, and they got autographs from UC Soros and Ryan Ellis when Ellis was still on the team. <laughs> I was like, that's actually oh, that's pretty, pretty funny. damn funny. And Soros was dressed up as Robin, too, which was even funnier. I was like, oh my God, that is just precious. I love it.
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> pretty cool. Up. I love those Halloween costumes that they do. <laughs> I've been seeing a bunch of them on Instagram. Uh, what else we got going on in here? Ali also wants to know who you think the the biggest fighter on the Flyers all time. Um, yeah.
2: Right now, I would say it's actually Sealer. <laughs> Sealer's been freaking just—he's been all over the goddamn place, ready to throw down on anybody. It's either him or Thompson, <laughs> one of the two. Bristoline is like the guy who's—he likes to throw the body around. Thompson doesn't give a shit. He'll just fucking kill you if he wants to. And then Sealer, he'll get the crowd pumped up. So there you go. It's like, all right.
1: All Nate. Right. Nasty <laughs> Nate. That's right. Love Nate. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, the, the, these are good points. But there's definitely, I mean, you know, me has thrown in the past, you know, and has been fierce. Uh, you know, uh, Knubel, I mean, Knubel, you said Knubel before. <laughs> Kubel before. Um, he definitely <laughs> can throw a fist. We have mentioned, too, um, Chris was saying, I believe, um, or one of the other commenters in terms of trading JVR to give Brown more reps. Brown can throw, too. And you know me. I would love to see another flyer sweater with the last name Brown throwing fists.
0: <laughs> I, I, uh, I mean, all time, probably be Brashear. Well, yeah. Just to take a different take from you guys. Um yeah, I mean he was he was put on the ice to do one thing, and that was fight. And in the off season, he would take boxing classes. So I would not want to fight him because he knows how to fight. And he knows how to throw a punch. So if I'm playing in the NHL at that time, he's the guy I'm avoiding the most. Um, if I have the puck and I see him coming at me, I don't care who's near me. You're getting the puck, and I'm I'm ducking like a little bitch. <laughs> See me, uh, see me diving like a little girl into the bench. It's not even my bench. I just dive into it. Just to get off the ice.
2: You jump into the Flyers bench just like, no, I don't want to go back out there. He's going to kill me. <laughs> but no, I understand why. Brashier was not fucking animal.
0: <laughs> dive in the lap of Riley Cote. Hold me. Save me. Protect me.
2: <laughs>
0: I'm not Coté even like, on your team. I don't care. Yeah,
2: Cote would be me. like. Uh no, you threw the lore. You reeling that shit in, not me.
0: <laughs> oh god, that was funny.
2: What was uh, Oh man, but Brashear man, he was yeah. He, that's a good one for all time. I mean, obviously Schultz is you know Schultz is Schultz. We all know what Schultz he was. I mean, oh, of course, fair, and I
0: agree with I agree with Chris on that too because he he brought up the hammer too. He said no question. Yeah, and I, I mean he's, I. He, yeah,
2: he still holds records for the penalty minutes. If I stand correct for for all the friggin' penalties he took back in the seventies, <laughs> and I'm and pretty then, sure uh,
0: most of them were for fighting.
2: Pretty much, yeah. And I think I may also throw some love in the eighties. Brown, the brownie, you know, he was a he was nasty when he would get into it with people. I mean, just like Schultz, there was blood in those. Craig Berube, he would have some nasty battles in the nineties. You know, so oh, there have been, been a few.
0: Oh, it was a big hit on Kadri by, uh looks like, Braden McNabb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah Brady, Brady. I remember sure. uh,
1: Flyers versus uh, Ottawa. Dave, I, I, oh, yeah, that's a good one. And uh, uh, I remember Dave Brown taking on Bob Probert, man. That was a great fight. I mean, yeah, I, I, I think you put Brownie up there as well, you know, with Hammer. You know what I mean? I. It, you know, if he had a little bit longer of a duration with the Flyers, it would be a little closer comparison. But, yeah, I, I have a soft spot for Dave Brown.
0: Oh, Sandy yeah. McCarthy. Good one, Mike. That was a good one, Sandy McCarthy. <laughs> then,
2: had- then you also have – Then you have
0: Darren McCarty, who's a Fair. criminal. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I, I liked, I've been liking his play, Mike. You know, McEwen, you know, now that he had the visa clearing and everything – He's been a great energy guy on the fourth line there, and I think he could throw as well um, all time. We can't ignore our show sponsor, too, Riley Cote, who could oh, throw yeah. down pretty fiercely as well. Oh, oh man. yeah.
2: Cote had freaking scars all on his face and everything. He'd be like, holy shit. Like, Cote looked like he would just rip someone's head off.
0: <laughs> but the funniest thing about all these guys, like, I've I've gotten a chance to see and meet a few of them. Like, we obviously, we've, we've had Riley on the show, and – um you know some of these guys are the nicest guys in the world it's just you know they their skills just weren't good enough to really that's all they could do so their job was to go out and fight and i've met dave schultz another really nice guy like it was just their job that's all like they weren't they weren't dickhead people like i'm sure some of them are but even still
2: (laughs) But i mean to be fair actually Funny enough, Schultz actually was a goal scorer before he wound up on the Flyers. He just started fighting because someone wanted, someone needed to start fighting and standing up for the other guys, and Schultz said, I'll do it. And he just started doing it, and he just started beating the shit out of people. <laughs> he's the only one, though, that I, I can – yeah, he's the only one on the Flyers that I felt had that ability. Just He was the enforcer, and he actually could score goals because he had like 20 goals one year when he was with the Flyers, which is – I would love to see an enforcer be able to do that today, where it's well, you don't really have forces anymore, but that would have been crazy to see that back in the day. It's like, holy shit, he's got 20 goals and he's fighting all the time. Like, holy shit, like you don't Ooh. see that.
0: <laughs> Jody Shelley's another good one, too, there, Mike. Um, oh, Jody he's a, it's actually really funny. He brought him up, he's actually a really nice guy, too. Um, I've, I've seen him interact with people, and he's 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 a he's a really nice guy as well which goes to continue my point that that even the guys who just do nothing but drop the gloves are are awesome people
2: and and saying homer could throw down too homer could back in the day back when he was playing he was dangerous you didn't want to drop the gloves with him also at the same time too congratulations to him on getting into the hall of fames of both the flyers and the usa hockey hall of fame
0: almost a terrible turnover for colorado
2: and chris saying dave brown mel Bridgman. there's a name that you haven't heard in a while shame he didn't stay on the flyers he wound up going to vancouver bob the hound kelly shaw's and sean Antusky, tusky <laughs> dan Cordick, dan That's a Name i haven't
0: heard in a long time dan LaCroix is another one dan LaCroix. Eric. wow
2: yeah eric lindros paul Ga- Gaunt. <laughs> scott melenby yeah Rick Tockett. Rick Tockett was a fighter when he first came into the league, yeah. but he could. But eventually, he was like, "Holy shit, he could score!" But Melanby could score too.
0: Melanby could score too. Like he was that dual guy that that um, you know, he he could sit there and he'll he'll drop the gloves with you, but he, he knew he knew he knew how to uh, do his thing with the puck and, and put it in the net. Absolutely. Bobby Stevens, Charming. What's up, Bobby? What's ATV up, Bobby? Member. If you haven't, those of you that don't, Chris, I'm looking at you specifically. Uh, $9.99 a month. Become an A2D member. All kinds of perks to go with it. Uh, Shout outs. You can jump on the shows with us and debate all kinds of stuff with us. Um, And you get weekly sports picks from Nate Money Moss from the Money Pot podcast. And you also get some uh, betting advice from Willie Vegas. Guys, seriously. People are winning money. So... Become a member. Get this stuff. Win some money for yourselves. You're going to win more money than you're putting away for the ATD membership. It's going to, it's going to, you're going to wind up earning money for being a member.
1: Yeah. Seriously. So
0: all kinds of perks, all kinds of perks for being an ATD member. Sign up. Should be a link in the YouTube somewhere. Um, so uh, Maddie, I'm sure you got access to the link if you want to drop that in the YouTube chat. Um, uh, for those who are in there. Do you have access to the link? Uh
2: I believe so. Yes.
0: Uh, uh yeah, here, just drop me... that in the chat. No, I'm sorry to hear that, Chris. Man, but I know you're 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 in the family, bro. And uh want to get I want to get all you guys perks. I want to get all you guys perks that are in the fam. Uh Joey, Mike, Mike, I know I've probably seen you a couple times in the chat before. Hit that like, hit that subscribe, turn on the no- notifications, man. Never miss us. Never miss oh, us. Um, all kinds Chris, of great sorry. stuff going on. Do something great. Oh, cool. Thanks, Chris. Um, I mean, we've had Pris on the show a couple of times. Yeah. We've had Pris on the show a couple of times. We'd love to have more people on the show come chat with us, turn it into a, a, a fan show, and, and do all kinds of great stuff. So become a member. It's only $9.99 a month. Like I said, if you're degenerate gimbler's like most of the other guys that, that <laughs> work on ATD, you're gonna win some money back. So it's gonna almost be like you're getting you're yes, getting sir. money for being a member.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Rob's like, yeah. <laughs> Did we you were, were this weekend now. Up twelve what up twelve units. A great, great weekend for the fam. Shout out. Nice. All the more reason. And Love Matt, you, Eileen. Be safe. Homer getting into the Hall of Fame. Isn't him and Rick Tocket getting in on uh November sixteenth, I believe. Yes, yes. We got to take over. We got to take over the well. Let's 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 go, fam.
0: <laughs> and I Don Don, saying, where's your tag? You're not green anymore.
2: But uh, Eileen saying, "Got to run. Have a good night. Be safe and well. You have you a good too, night, Eileen. you as well, Eileen." Um,
0: let's but yeah. Right so, so do something great. Hit that like. Hit that subscribe. Everywhere. We are everywhere. YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere to go. Everywhere. Spotify. Uh, Apple. Everywhere. Everywhere. Hit that like. Hit that subscribe. Never miss a show.
2: <laughs> Eileen said, it was he an alcoholic? He might have been, <laughs> honestly. Um, I know for a fact that Belfour was. That's why no one wanted him after a while. <laughs> That's why everybody laughed when Toronto got him. Be like, oh, is he going to stay sober when he goes out on the ice? It <laughs> was cruel back then. <laughs> but anyway, hey, Chris, uh, Chris Dunn saying 22 to the rafters. Oh, oh nice, nice, nice. Uh, and uh, Don Don was saying
0: his membership expired.
2: It's all right, man. Well, just you better renew it.
0: it. <laughs> you got to renew it. It's not so You're not going to just pay one time and be a member forever. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I wish you that's how it that worked
2: John yeah, saying yup. slacker. night after the alumni game then Prism saying I tried to shout you out and congratulations for your Red Wings beating skin off my Hawks.
0: Oh, that's, it was that's bad. what it was That yeah. one got ugly. Lucas <laughs> Raymond had a hat trick in that game too, which was pretty awesome and Char- So congrats and, to him
2: And Prism, thank you for uh, the shout out you gave to me for the Sharks doing well right now I'm happy that they are doing well, but uh, I'm still not holding my breath. It's still a full 82. <laughs> so I'm going to wait and see how, how they how they last as the season goes along.
0: I mean, I'm a little upset he hasn't given me any shout-outs for my Ducks playing well. <laughs> Feel a certain type of way.
1: They need to play well first.
0: They're 2-3-1. and one. That is playing <laughs> well for them. <laughs> one below
1: 500, baby.
2: Yeah.
0: We're, seriously, I'm looking We're tied for a playoff spot right now <laughs> Goddamn
2: God Pacific Division Calm down <laughs> That goddamn Pacific Division It's like, oh two, three, and one that's good enough for a playoff spot Goddamn it
0: <laughs> We're six games into the season Come on, Matty
2: I know, I know, I'm just joking anyway. 17 should be in the
0: rafters, Chris, I agree I love Brendan Moore I love him better. I love, I love him even more of it as a coach. I'm like I'm about that close to getting a Carolina Hurricanes jersey with his name on it.
2: Uh, I mean, it, you know, with the way that he's been coaching that team, he might very well pay off. Like he's a captain. I mean, seriously, he might very well be the main contributor to both of Carolina's cups if they get another one. You know, as a captain for the first one, and as a coach for another one, that would be crazy. Prism, fuck your ducks you said you want chicago out of the conference (laughs) i
0: said no such thing i have no idea what you're talking about
2: you you did want to trade shut up shut up (laughs) (laughs) oh
0: but Uh, anyway check this out scoring wise not a lot has changed
2: no not really not still
0: Still 4-1, Devils Devils down midway through the third. Same with <laughs> the Lightning, still up 3-0. Knights midway through the second, 2-0 uh, still. Predators at the end of one, uh, still up 1-0. Late night game still not underway, so I'll have about another 45-ish minutes until they get, until they get started.
2: Yeah. So, so far um, – same thing, pretty much here with sharks. Still one nothing Nashville. Hopefully that changes. Although the sharks did have a late power play and evened up the shots on goal, so they might be getting back into this game. So that's good news for me. <laughs> Nobody else.
0: <laughs> I hate to say it. Let's go Braves. Up five nothing right now in the Astros.
2: Oof. I mean, it's a it's a rough year for for baseball fans all around. It sounds like because no one really wants Houston to win another. And I mean, I don't think anyone likes the Braves besides Braves fans. I've heard anyone like they have the a good Braves, fan
0: base so. though. They have a good fan base though. They've they've gone through thick and thin with this team. So part of the reason why I think the Braves are a little more deserving than Houston, so, but Dusty I Baker do doing what Dusty Baker does, and that's win baseball games. He's been successful everywhere he's gone.
2: Hey, what's up, Tommy? You yeah, have Tommy. Now I will have to say this. It is kind of funny. My mom went to see a friend down in Atlanta and they went to an Atlanta game for against the Phillies and the Phillies lost that game. That was that really close one that the Phillies almost came back in. And <laughs> there were fans that were annoying her and everything like that. So she officially said this when she came back. She's like, Atlanta fans are worse than Mets fans. So Rob, your Mets fans have gone up in the rankings. <laughs> Atlanta fans are worse than Mets fans.
1: That's right, Mama knows. Uh, I mean,
0: I don't agree with Mama and there, but
1: hey, I mean, the question.
0: I'm who I am. The question. I know who I am. I have no idea. I I, I don't know what I'm saying right now. But, yeah, Braves up 5-0. I mean, I don't want them to win. But, again, like I was saying earlier in the show, Ryan and Tom brought up a great point. Does it put pressure on the Phillies to be better? Absolutely it does, and that's what I want. I want my baseball team to be better. I want Red October. I'm dying for Red October.
1: If I could offer a little criticism on the Houston Astros, here's where they didn't bank and account for the lack of innings in the 2020 season and shifted Christian Javier to a uh, bullpen roll, And they, I think they did that back in July. You should have been rolling a steady six-man, maybe even working in a seven-man, and you wouldn't have Valdez crumbling here in the latter part of the playoffs.
0: So what do you think, he's just been overworked during the regular season?
1: Yeah, I think that's why it's exactly what it is. I mean, they threw a Greinke went down last six weeks of the season, so they were even pitching five-man going into the playoffs – and, you know, I don't think anyone threw particularly a lot of innings. And let's remember, too, uh, Valdez in, in, in preseason, uh, you know, broke his finger and didn't start. I think he had like six weeks, maybe eight weeks into the season before he started. But still, there was such a light amount of innings thrown in 2020 that they're crumpling a little bit. And whereas the Braves, they did a lot of bullpen games, especially when Soroka went down. You know what I mean? They had to they had to start getting creative earlier in the season. And you're and and I mean, it's easy to say that when you got an arm like Charlie Morton, that's like you know just a rubber arm. Like that guy could all just throw innings right out, you know, in his sleep. So I don't know. Just not to make this long winded about baseball. You know, right there, you know. Not to point fingers because I mean Dusty Baker has done a lot in major league baseball. Three titles will 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 show that, but didn't account for that. And I think it's costing him here early.
0: Yeah, but well, fortunately it's only game one. And I mean the Braves lineup needs to get going. Freddie Freeman had a rough start to the playoffs. I think he wound up going like oh for seven in his first seven at bats for for the Braves in the NLCS, which was tough. He's starting to turn it on a little bit. So yeah. I, I just they have a they they even without Acuna they still have a very tough lineup to pitch against and I kind of like your point Rob because you know if you have if you have tired pitchers already in game one against a lineup like that the Braves yeah. are going to manhandle you I don't yeah. care who your manager is
1: yeah. the
0: Braves will manhandle you because they are they have a tough one through eight and they'll I- produce.
2: I You know, something interesting did pop up, though, on the uh, intermission here, that apparently the Flames, Elias Lindholm, and Andrew Marshpan, they have seven goals to start off the season in their first six games. The last player to do that, it was 91 and 92, and it was Gary Roberts, who, you know, if anybody knows their hockey knows, Gary Roberts is one of the best players the Flames ever had. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's good company. I've always known
0: Gary Roberts as a, a, a Carolina Hurricane, though. But, yeah, no, absolutely. It is standard. 5-2, by the way, in that game.
2: Yeah, that's, right. that's a rough game. Although I do love watching the Devils get the shit kicked out of them. Nothing better in the world. Oh, Actually, one thing better in the world, watching Tampa Bay Lightning absolutely pummel the Pittsburgh Penguins, which is nice to see as well. Sort of a back at you from the season opener where Pittsburgh absolutely blasted them.
0: <laughs> I mean, how do you say his name? Is it Maj- Manjapan or is it Magiapane? Because I always heard it as Magiapane.
2: It might be Magiapane, but I have heard Marjapan. But then again, you know, hockey announcers are funny. Like you'll hear one say it wrong, and then you'll hear another one say it right, and you don't know which one is what.
1: <laughs> I think it's
0: Manji Apani I think is actually how you properly pronounce it. All
2: right, so Mar-Giapane, because it's it's guys.
0: literally how it's spelled, and I think somebody just scored. Hang on. Oh no, they just went on the power play, so it's five two. Okay. Manji Apani has uh, two goals. Lucic has one. Lindholm has one. Zaka has one for the Devils. Mercer has the other. And Matthew Kuchuk has his second of the year for the Flames as well.
2: Gotcha. A perfect example, too, of mispronouncing names. Go back to the bubble when Hadobin was having that really great run. There would be guys who would say Kudobin because it has the K in front of it. And yeah. then it then it finally – oh, no, it's Hadobin. That's how you properly say it. I'm like, oh, well, don't I feel them?
0: <laughs> no, no, and that's – that's exactly it. Like some people say it phonetically, um, which is kind of why I think it's Mangiapani. Uh, And I just, I call it Mangiapani because it just sounds cooler.
2: It's also probably right because it's probably an Italian name. And that's probably the way you, that's how you would say it. If it was an Italian name, I'm going to assume it is. So that's why I think it would be working there.
0: Chris brings up a, a nice point.
2: Yeah. He says, why does Lappy keep getting promoted? He has been a shitty coach at every job they gave him. Reminds me of Homer. Phantom should be good with all that talent. Worries me for the player progression.
0: Four goals in four games for them.
2: That is pretty Winless. bad. Winless. Yeah. I believe
0: they're what? 03 and one?
2: That's a bad start. That's beyond a bad start.
0: Um.
2: Yeah, I mean, Lappy's been around for a while. And, uh, yeah, we got Jim saying, yo, fellas, what's, what's up, Jimmy? up, Jimmy?
0: Good and, show uh, last night, bro. Good show. Catch yeah, Jimmy I'm, on Flight Zone every Monday night, 9 30.
2: Gotcha. And definitely check that out. Check out all the shows on OTD Radio.
0: But, um, best in the business.
2: I will say this too with with Lappy, you know, he's been around for a while, he's been a part of the organization for a long time. and you know he has been a part of player development, and you know we have seen some players who have had some issues. Maybe there, maybe it could be that. You know, maybe there is a bit of a pattern of some issues that have happened with some of the Flyers prospects in the past, and oh, it could be something like that. It could be. You know, Chris did go on to say he's never been a head coach. He's never been a head coach. Reminds me of someone else in Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yo, yeah, Jimmy, that's what I'm talking about, bro. Learn from the best. That's right. Yo, DB. DB. Hey,
2: what's going been? on, man? You catch me giving up on my Kings season already. It's way too early in the season to give up now, man. Listen. You don't look good. I'm happy right now with the way the Sharks have been going. They've been looking good, but how are they going to keep this up? I'm still – I'm not holding my breath. You know, like it's a full 82 season. A lot can change. Hell, the Sharks could very well finish last place that I figured they would. It still may very well happen. It's way too early to assume that your team's in trouble. Well, your team one is in win, trouble, Maddie. but it's not in that sense of like one win, Maddie. You're in disaster. Yeah, that's my one point.
0: win.
2: But, but my one, point, win. Okay, one win, but still at the end of the day, it's not the end of the world. You know what I mean? The Flyers doing great right now, too. Pray to God it stays that way. Pray to God for both my teams, but. It's an 82-game season. A lot can happen in an 82-game season.
0: True, but they put they put themselves in a hole early. You you put yourself in a hole early, it's going to get tougher. Yes.
2: Granted, you shouldn't do that. I will agree. <laughs> you should never do that in any sport.
0: <laughs> I mean, it could be worse. It could be Chicago, winless. It could be <laughs> yeah. Arizona, winless. Or Arizona. It could be Chicago, winless. <laughs> I'm going to say it one more time because I know it praises Chicago's winless. Um <laughs> it's staggered. Uh, did did you mention Chicago I don't think you did oh Chicago yeah they don't have a win yet so
1: (laughs) yeah people in Chicago sports fans running for the liquor store like stat
2: I know between the off ice bullshit and between the on ice crap boy there ain't much to be happy about right now
1: (laughs) and the Bears aren't doing much better either
2: (laughs) Chris saying there's only one team Flyers Uh, yeah there we go love it (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, I moved my
0: jerseys. This is the only one I have near me.
2: Is it a Blackhawks one? No. Oh. <laughs> it's Earths. Okay, there we go.
0: <laughs> I wore it for him on Sunday. But I do. And have then I realized that they weren't televising the game down here. Yeah. So then
1: I was just like, "Oh, well, yeah. that's." That's not nice.
2: Oh, good. San
1: Jose's got it him he him does. a touchdown, though. It brought him a touchdown. First player in NFL history to score back-to-back weeks touchdown on two different teams.
0: Mm-hmm. And it was That's his longest nice. touchdown of his career, too, forty-nine yarder. you know that. Nice. Yeah.
1: Well, at least the Eagles are
2: setting records, even if they're not winning. Well,
0: technically, it's Ertz, not the Eagles.
2: So. Yeah, good point. Good point. Yeah, yeah. Right. At now, least the Eagles have.
0: Some, at least Ertz will have something in the Hall of Fame for him. And I think it's a pretty cool set.
2: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, right now, Philadelphia sports, uh, it is all on the flyers, isn't it? Jeez. No pressure at all. (laughs) No pressure at all for the orange and black to do good this year.
0: I mean, the (laughs) ATD chat, is not looking good with the the Sixers chat in here? Uh, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. Not looking good.
2: Oh, that's funny. Well, that figures had a great game. We will miss him, and he will be in the rafters.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, who I that? Any team,
1: was was was. Still, I, I believe in. That's a long time.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, for the Sixers, at least, you know that they're, they're. It's still very early in the season. They have a lot of issues they have to work out. I, I don't think this is a, a sediment on the team. I think it's a sediment on the distraction that is Ben Simmons and. I think that's really what's hurting this team right now versus anything else.
2: Yeah, Dolphins are the second worst team, and Eagles own Miami's pick. That's actually a positive that double zero is.
0: Eagles might bad, wind so. up with two top six picks. So that's a yeah. plus side. But here's, here's the downside, but it, it's a major downside. Howie Roseman is still the GM, and he will <laughs> fuck both of those picks up. <laughs> oh, you mean this guy's a uh, projected top six guy? You know, going to be an elite level talent in the NFL. He's going to give you 25 touchdowns a year. Let's go with the guy who's projected in the third round. (laughs) Jimmy,
2: the Flyers are literally my only hope and happiness. They better not fuck it up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God.
0: If you guys, if you guys check out uh, Flight Zone, you'll understand why. Poor Jimmy. It's (laughs) tough being a Philly fan. It's tough.
2: DB saying, has anybody figured out how to watch NHL games on Valley Sports without a cable subscription? I tried going to ESPN Plus route, but the but they black out local games. Oh,
0: yeah. Um, I don't know if it's anything like Comcast. Comcast has the what is it? My like my teams app or something like that. My teams app, yeah, where they With can MC, you can actually stream yeah, them through the cable yeah. subscription. But I don't know about Valley, so I'm still trying to figure that out myself. But fortunately for me, where I am in North Carolina, now DB, is uh, I actually get the Carolina games local, so I don't really have to stream anything. I'm still trying to figure out how to get Anaheim, though.
2: Hmm. Let's see here. Chris saying, the tank is on for the birds. Sixers will eventually trade Ben. Phillies need a rebuild or an elite FA once again. And all we have is the Flyers.
0: <laughs> well, the Phillies, Bring it. are they Aren't they already considered a rebuild? I mean, they definitely need to go out and they need to do some stuff from free agency for sure. They need to shake up the roster. Oh, yeah, Hulu. Hulu is a good way to go. Nice call, Jimmy.
2: That is actually I true. I heard they yeah. have live sports. Yeah, yeah, true. Hulu is doing that. They even show it on the
0: <laughs> ESPN schedule. I think I'm the only one that caught that, Rob.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I thought I was um, which I've heard on a regular basis my lifetime, so it wouldn't be a surprise. Hey, if Dan, if you're still here in the <laughs> chat, man, drop that link that you shared with me. It's, uh, I, I can't access it right now, or else you'll lose me again. But it's a pretty <laughs> sweet link for picking out games that uh get blacked out locally.
0: <laughs> Double zero. Oh, I think so. know which one you're talking about. We were, yeah. I think it's what NHL 66 or something like that. Yeah, yeah.
2: And he was saying, "Where were we? Were undefeated versus versus Knicks with Ben? Knicks beating us in New York—that's their Super Bowl." (laughs) They'll
0: go out and they'll celebrate that win. They'll go out and celebrate the win in in right outside of this the Garden, and then they're gonna just you know do what the Knicks do best. Fall apart.
2: (laughs) That's actually funny too. Think about it. It's like you talk about like a rivalry between Philadelphia and New York, which is pretty much in all sports. And the funny part is with basketball, it's just like when was the last time that the Knicks and Sixers rivalry was actually good? been a long time.
1: time. Yeah. Very,
2: very long time.
1: Probably early (laughs) eighties.
2: Christ. That's a very, very long time.
0: (laughs) The Sixers were bad for a very, very long time. And right now the Sixers are decent between decent and good. And now the Knicks are bad. They're on the up and up. They got some good pieces there, but the Knicks are still bad.
1: <laughs>
0: They're still bad. It's not like it was.
1: Actually, actually what about maybe – Where were the Knicks at during like Iverson's heyday? Were they like a little competitive?
0: Maybe like a little. I know – was it that – did they have the Latrell well at that point? It was like that Latrell so, well, yeah. maybe like the Penny Hardaway – yeah. Or maybe Penny Hardaway may have been a little further back, but Chris has right. since Patrick Ewing. So that's that's the 90s.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause that, that was the next point that I was going to bring up. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I wasn't sure where the Sixers lied then. and But I mean, I was just thinking back to like Bill Bradley versus Dr. J. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yo, those are battles. Those are yeah. battles. Yeah, I mean, even if you think about it, between that time frame, like between Dr. J and, and AI, uh, the Sixers were not good. Yeah. And then you get AI, and that tr- helps transform that team into something, let's be real, amazing. Okay.
2: Um, saying The Knicks went to the finals in 99. That's interesting.
0: Yeah. Probably. probably. I mean, no, Prizes- I was going
1: to say, that, I think that was the most recent time that. And then, then you had the Sixers going the next
0: year, right? Yeah, uh, I think it was the the year after. I think it was two thousand one when they played the Lakers. So, all right, so yeah, late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, because when you think about it, like
2: think about the Eagles and the Giants, which that's I don't even know right now where that rivalry would fit since both teams are not really good. Uh, And then on top of it, you also had, but you did have that period not too long ago where they were in the playoffs all the time. And they did face each other often, so yeah. that isn't too far back in the memory.
1: No, I just yeah. So
0: because that was we like got like a during... nasty fight here. Whoa, oh. between we do? Uh, I don't know who the I don't know. It looks like is that Kevin, Kevin Roy, and who wears three for the Avalanche? Got it's me, not Eric Johnson.
2: No, I'm not sure. New penalty just got called in the Sharks Nashville game, and it's two minutes for interference on the Shark. No, I think it's on Nashville, actually. Good. Sharks have another power play. Love
0: oh, it was it. justified. He brought the elbow up on a hit. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. Then you have to stand up for your teammate there. That's some bullshit. Let's see here. Jimmy's saying, without the Yankees, New York is dog shit, and every borough hates the Bronx. Fuck New York.
0: <laughs> Couldn't agree more, Jimmy.
2: <laughs> Chris is saying, you all know, one sixers double zeros is Nick sucked them too. Isaiah Thomas was paying terrible players franchise money. Larry Brown traded away the Knicks picks for old players.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Dude. Chris. There were a couple of haymakers thrown in that fight too. Like there were some, there were some dingers. I think I may have gotten concussed watching that fight.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you'll be saying I know the Isles had some success a few decades Ago but other than that well the Islanders their, their best time period recently Is now because even when they They had some sparse moments of success With Tavares but they could never get Consistent success from them they won Their first playoff series With Tavares since fucking 93 But they got eliminated The very next round so it's like you fucking do you beat the Panthers In the first round that's not hard to do uh, <laughs> I but, mean,
0: they had the '80s where they were they're really yeah. at their best. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Islanders spent a long time being a, a bad team, and then you know they're they're a, a perennial playoff team right now um, yeah. with Barzil and 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 um, Bolivier and all those guys. They got a nice young goaltender, in Ilya Sorokin, and you know, even if you want to go back a little bit further. Back when they had Rick DiPietro, they were a solid team too. They were a playoff team. Maybe not the team that they are now or the team they were in the 80s. But Islanders, you know, spent a long time at the bottom of the division. And now within, the, I would say, the last 20 years, they've spent more time at the top than at the bottom. Mm.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Plus, also, the Islanders weren't terrible going into the 90s. They were okay. They did <laughs> they did have some moments in the Sean. Those are, are the Flyers no not allowed shit. to play Tuesdays? Yeah, apparently not. I don't even – well, hold on. Let me check my calendar. Eventually,
1: Here. it's coming around. That's, what we're, that's why we shifted to Tuesdays. We're going to have lots of live reactions where you're going to see me go nuts. Here we are, next Tuesday.
2: So, November 2nd, next Tuesday. Put it in the calendar, folks, because it's 7 o'clock. The Flyers are going to play the Coyotes. So, we will have live reactions for that next week.
1: So maybe there we my go. Computer, maybe my computer will be finished updated by then.
2: What's the over under on Rob's computer finishing updating?
1: (laughs) You can see the magic that is Colby losing a shit during Flyers games. It's very entertaining. Come to for
0: that. Just don't break another chair.
1: I know. I broke a chair. The (laughs) the video opens us up all the time now. But at least that Mm, was the one one we've seen
0: bouncing.
2: At least it was a good moment. If you're going to break furniture, break it on a good thing, not on a bad thing.
0: See,
1: I break (laughs) furniture during good moments. I throw things during bad moments.
2: (laughs) It's always a party.
1: (laughs) You know how many controllers I've broken? Many.
2: (laughs) Oh, boy.
1: Been there.
0: (laughs) Been there.
2: A lot of PlayStation controllers, a lot of dual shocks going to the wall.
1: <laughs>
0: so, my guitar sitting right over here uh, actually has a nice ding in it because I decided I wanted to throw my, my controller after a terrible loss in NHL.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. that's, uh, that's still always, plays fine. Yeah. Don't worry. At least it's fine. Chris yeah. Zane point. Bossy had 1,126 points, retired at 30, deserves an argument on his behalf in Goat Talk, to be honest. Oh, there's no doubt. Okay. No doubt at all. Bossy was unbelievable back in the day.
0: He's not the GOAT, but he is GOAT status for sure. You, I mean, even know. when we had Pronger on, Pronger was a big fan of Mike Bossy when he was growing up as a kid. He grew up as an Islanders fan.
2: He said that. Yeah, we uh, we asked him that, and he that's what he said. So,
0: you know. I actually need to reach out to him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, also, you know, another guy on the D side of things. You had Denny Potvin, another great GOAT. I mean, he was a major – he was the big player for them. Most people talk about Potvin. (laughs) The Rangers have Potvin sucks for a reason. They absolutely hated Dennis Potvin because of how good of a player he was. And, you know, they had great teams all around. Billy Smith is an underrated goalie too. He was a really good goalie back in the day too. And he doesn't always get the credit for how good he was for the honors because you were so blown away by the offensive capabilities. But same thing with Fuhrer. Although if you're a little bit harder because of the fact he had no defense in front of him in Edmonton. That poor guy, facing like a hundred shots a night, and he has to make all. Of, he has to make a hundred fucking saves.
1: <laughs> I'm glad you said Billy what so I was going to interject with that uh, was my player of that of that decade. Him and Bossy almost made me because that was right when I was like very young. You know what I mean? I was still a young pup then, too young to really follow sports. So, thankfully, I found, you know, Brendan Moore and it, And then I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah buddy. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, that was a narrow miss because it would have made geographical sense based on my other teams. I might have been a four-for-four four guy. You know what I mean? Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be
2: very unhappy right now.
0: It's I interesting. Mean, this kid's getting a game misconduct for this hit. <sighs>
2: Who's getting
0: in-game misconduct? Uh, Johnson from Colorado. It's not Eric Johnson. It's one of the other ones.
2: Gotcha. Although it Eric doesn't Johnson look like it
0: doesn't out. look like he actually got the elbow up, but there was definitely contact to the head. Um. I don't know. I the angle it shows, it looks like when his elbow comes up, it's like he's actually kind of like following through, instead of making the initial contact here and then coming through. But I think it's I think it was the pinpoint where it looked like his shoulder um, caught like right in here. So I think they're calling it a a shot to the head.
1: Oh, was it? He was trying to extend his arm to create space and kind of the elbow kind of caught him in mid process.
0: No, so he came in and he hit him, but I guess the way he hit him, it kind of looked like when he went to extend his arm to kind of like, I guess, follow through with the hit and kind of um, give him a little push. Yeah, you're and not It kind of just came it. up that way.
1: Yeah, it's a good call then.
0: Um, yeah. But uh, it, I believe Roy got two-minute instigator and a five-minute fighting. And then Johnson got 5 minutes for fighting and a game misconduct. He got something else, too, but I don't remember what it was.
2: So
1: WoW was the one who fought him? Interesting.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll am i tell you guys in one second here. Let me get the official.
1: Matty, is yes. there a band name called Five for Fighting? Because that would be a good band name, right? I don't ben think Folds. so. What's it's that?
0: Ben Fo- I think there's one of Ben Folds' bands. Ben well, Folds ben... and Five for Fighting.
1: Oh,
2: okay. <laughs> Gotcha, okay.
1: All right, then we'll have to start two for instigating.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was very originally I was taking that joke. I'm glad it came back there. Colorado really just cool, scored. Uh, oh, so there we
2: go. Colorado's in the game now.
0: Kale McCarr.
1: Oh, the good
0: boy.
2: Yeah, makes sense. McCarr, talk about a GOAT right now for the Colorado Avalanche. There's one right there.
1: Of course, the avalanche have goats and spades pretty much right now. So, I will take those fantasy points. Thank you. Nick, <laughs> Nick
0: Roy got two minutes instigator, five for fighting, and a game misconduct, and it's Jack Johnson. Wow, Jack Johnson went to Colorado?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Interesting. couple years, I thought. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, no, no. no, 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 no he was You're thinking of Eric Johnson. I'm thinking of Eric Johnson.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. thinking of Eric Johnson.
1: Damn you, Jack- common names.
0: <laughs> so Jack got two minutes for interference, five minutes for fighting, and a game of misconduct.
2: Oh, damn. They th- they threw the fucking book at him. Holy shit. <laughs> They're
0: trying to cut that shit out, man. No, no.
2: I get it. I get it. I get it.
0: Oh, I agree, Chris. I love- ben Folds is great. Yeah, the oh, song yeah. Superman, I think, was uh, uh Five for Fighting. It was uh, it were actually five for fighting at that point, I believe.
1: That's why I asked it sounded familiar. There but is now a I'm on to a whole brand new name, game misconduct. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Chris of
2: saying Jack Johnson better than greater than Ben Fold's five. <laughs> 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 oh my god, that's funny. But uh,
0: <laughs> I'd have to agree. I, I like Jack, Jack. Jack Johnson's music is just kind of like just super chill.
2: What do you think is up with Vegas, Colorado, Tampa, and Toronto? Uh, as I mean, they're
0: far as what there, dude.
2: I think I guess to their starts to the season. I mean, Tampa had a slow start, but we we were calling that Stanley Cup hangover because that does happen. Yeah, Toronto. But- you know, Toronto is just they've done this before. This is nothing new. We saw it happen when they got Austin Matthews. I think it was a couple seasons in. They had a very hard time getting offense going. They really struggled, and it wasn't until the bubble, and they were still having problems, and they lost the series to Columbus. So it's not uncommon for Toronto to be having issues. They've had them before in the regular season. They shouldn't, but they do. And um, Colorado, I mean, I don't really – Colorado, you know, you have a one bad game. It's not the end of the world. Vegas, they've been fine. Like I haven't really seen anything bad from Vegas. They've just been killing it, really, which, again, we expected them to be doing that.
0: Yeah, Vegas is doing Vegas things. Um, The thing with Tampa is Tampa's going through a lot of things right now, and the big thing is, to Maddie's point, the hangover. Um, There is uh, a lot of changes in that Tampa Bay locker room as well. Leaders are gone. Guys who've been there forever are gone. So you got changes there in the locker room as well. So you got new faces like Ed, uh, pierre Edward Belmar, and then you have um, you have Corey Perry there now too. And a couple other new faces. So that's another thing too. You got to you got to work chemistry with some whole new guys. So Ooh. that's another big thing you got to keep in oh, mind as well.
2: Damn, that was nasty. One of those Sharks players hit the hit a knee of one of the national players with his face. Uh, he got hit in the shoulder. He went down and his knee, bang, just smacked right off of the knee pad of, the, uh, of one of the Predators. I couldn't tell. It you can. It was,
0: <laughs> Love it. Uh, double zeros. No, not that song. Um, it, I, I can't sing it. First of all, I can't sing. Second of all, I can't sing on here because of copyright. Um, just Google it or like look it up on like Apple or something like that. It's Superman by Ben Folds 5.
2: Is that the one that says "I am Superman"?
0: It's like I may sound concerned, uh, but don't be naive. Even heroes have the right to bleed.
2: Oh, okay, yeah. Then that I haven't heard that one. I've heard that I it's, an I it's an oh, older song. It's an older song. I, mean, I think I he's
0: isn't. I think he's on like a back of a tractor trailer playing piano or something like that, singing the song as well in the yeah. music video. It's a good song. It's a really yeah. good song.
1: I remember that. Uh, that I remember very, very yeah. distinctly. But uh, yeah. you no, know, you can sing your own cover. Plenty of people do covers on YouTube, right? Don't let that stop you. <laughs> but
0: I'm not trying to get us flagged.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, YouTube will be fine. You know it will be Zuck. It hey, I mean
0: Zuck will get us for something. He always yeah. does. He's got nothing better yeah. to do with his life. Literally, I'm not
1: flagged for putting... Uh, there was this post where it showed this picture of like a thousand speakers and it said what name one song you would play through here. So instead of writing it out, I did the YouTube put to Thunderstruck from ACDC. I <laughs> thought that would sound great on those uh, speakers. They flagged that comment. For, they said that it was I was spamming. And I'm like, do you think I own the song Thunderstruck and would be doing my own personal Facebook? <laughs> it's like, I would hire yeah, people to do that. I'm, I'm
2: sure. I'm sure whoever owns ACDC's music would have something to say about that. But
1: <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, <laughs> let me skim over that. I was like, "Yo, Facebook's on its way out." Fuck. Oh God! Damn it. Oh,
0: everybody hates it. Everybody hates it now. But anyway, yeah. enough of trashing Facebook. Uh, Lane uh,
2: Nashville's trashing the Sharks. Yeah. They just went up to nothing. God damn it!
0: Oh. Sharks suck. Get over it um uh, so well, I'm how,
2: already over it. I just like to see a good game on Tuesday. Get over
0: it. <laughs> I'm watching a good game right now, so just turn on ESPN, it'll be fine. No, um, how are y'all feeling about Gretzky on TNT? I love him. Him and Taka cool. going back and forth is hysterical.
1: <laughs>
0: I love it. I think that's a good crew.
1: Oh, yeah, man. Freaking uh, with uh, what's his name? Um, Bissonette. This and that, dude, him, him, and Gretzky bounce off specifically has been very fun too. Like, I, and I think, I think you know, Gretzky's got to get a, a better sense of, you know, you're not just talking. You know what I mean? Like a little more broadcasting sense that'll come with time. Like you see a lot of awkward, like you know, transitions. Like, and 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 he's always trying to talk over, um, what's his name? Um, the guy kept floated over from NBC. That's um,
0: like in the queue.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that dude needs to shut up and let Hall of Famers talk, like, first of all, like, get trained in (laughs) on that. But but there's a lot of over-talk. That'll come in time. But in terms of the analysis, analysis is spot on. Things where, like, a subject's brought up, and then I have an idea that pops my head, and Gretzky's saying it. I'm like, there's no wonder that he's a great one. I don't think there's anybody that knows hockey better, the game better, than Wayne Gretzky. So, you know, I think think it's been really good. I've liked him.
0: I mean he didn't pan out as a head coach, but I think he's gonna make a pretty good pretty good career out of being an ana- analysis. Uh I mean just because like like I said, like he takes some shots at some of the other guys. The other guys take shots at him, they're all laughing, they're all having fun and like you said, the breakdown of plays and the game and all that other stuff has just been pretty spot on. It's a shame he didn't work out as a coach because I think he he could have been a good one, given a fair chance and not being the coyotes, but I think he's done a great job on TNT. I think they did a really good job putting this crew together. And, and, you know, I um, I actually look forward to watching TNT games. You know know what he
1: would make? You know what he would make a good – I don't think he's cut out for a head coach, but like synonymous with baseball in terms of a bench coach or being your number two, like say Michelle Tarion to A.V. That I think would be a great role. But unfortunately, I guess what? You can't do it because it's Wayne Gretzky. Like, you know – that i think that would be successful but i think it'll be a successful you know behind the desk too no for sure
2: i mean honestly i would say uh you know i did did you guys see the comment he made on opening night when they were going through with the whole you know where they were showing off what you got to do you know and get in position and stuff you know with the sticks and wayne said like yeah i used to get built for breaking these (laughs) (laughs) they used to bill you for breaking the sticks what that's probably he probably went through so today. many. That's
0: probably why. It's like, hey, listen, we, we can't give him free sticks anymore. He keeps breaking <laughs> them all.
2: Edmonton can't flip the bill for much longer. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. But let's see here. Chris was saying, like, Ed Snyder almost got Wayne from Edmonton. Imagine how different would the 80s and 90s be. That means no Eric. I mean, if Wayne had come to Philadelphia, that would have been interesting. Um, It would have been different. I would say that the Flyers would have to be a little bit more um, – they would have to have players around Wayne that would be more scoring-oriented. Not to say Flyers don't have score-oriented guys during the 90s, but there wouldn't be as much emphasis on the tougher guys. There would have been a lesser emphasis on that, which would have been very different for Philadelphia as opposed to the norm. The norm is, yeah, some skill, but also a lot of toughness throughout <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yo, let me just say something real quick, right? Him and Mark Recce would have destroyed people. Oh well, absolutely. Oh, yeah. what a I got so excited with the camera I had to say it real quick. <laughs>
0: uh, what is Barry? I hate Barry Melrose. I can't stand that guy.
1: Ah uh, yeah.
2: Barry pretends he knows what he's talking about because he details. How, like, how does Wayne he still Brooks have
0: a job with ESPN?
2: I how? don't
0: know man. He's not I good.
2: No, I really don't know. He must be. You know what it is? He must be like a really awesome guy to be around. Like, not even necessarily for hockey reasons. He must just like when you pop a cold one with him. He must be funny as hell to hang out with. Yeah. That's the only thing I could think of, of why he stays around. He seems. Of like course,
1: he he's like fun that. to be around. He's full of hot air. He's hot. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: but, but that's why he's done theory.
1: to his credit, though. What he's done ever since hockey left ESPN. He's continuously worked in ESPN doing a podcast every day since then. You know what I mean? And I think the, you have a guy that's, you know, you know we. he kind of comes off as a braggart, but he's a pretty loyal guy. So, of course, they're going to reward him now that they got hockey back. You know what I mean? That's the only reason why he's on there.
0: I can't stand, I can't stand him. I can't stand the way he Agreed. looks. I can't stand his voice. I Never can't stand played. his takes. I can't stand anything about him. Slimy prick. <laughs>
2: Benny's Nation, a little late. What's up, fellas? What's up, Benny? little?
0: You only got a couple minutes left. You're way late.
2: And Barry, same. Barry Mellors is starting to lose it. He's going down the Lee Corso route. <laughs> I, I I
0: agree with that. I agree with that wholeheartedly.
2: Yeah. I mean, Prism does bring up a good point. He's probably been grandfathered in. He's also the only hockey guy ESPN also had,
0: which is kind
2: of alluding to Rob's point
0: there. But, like, you just brought in a bunch of guys. just you have – I mean, he's not really the the only hockey guy that you have. Steve Levy's a hockey guy. Neil Bouchergras is a huge right. hockey
1: Absolutely. guy. That's what I was going to say. I'd rather see Bouchergras on the panel.
0: Yeah. yeah. true. I mean, he's leading the panel tonight, fortunately. It's him, Messier, and I didn't see who the other one was.
1: Fuck it. Fuck it. Bring back Keith Overman. Let's go.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hold up. We might be onto something there.
1: He knows it's not, <laughs> Keith.
0: Yeah, he does.
2: See, we already know. We already have this problem solved. Problem is, ESPN won't solve the problem. But hey, uh, saying- hey,
0: hey, hey, Priz, do me a favor. Let me know how many wins you guys have this year so far. Because I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure we have more than you. Come talk to me when you get one, bro. Oh,
2: blooded. <laughs> Love you, Priz. Keith would have been sick for hockey coverage. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Here's a little question for you. Do you see Joel Quimble seeing any sort of suspension stemming from his days in Chicago? Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Because they suspended Alex Bora when he was with the – he was no longer even with the Astros. Mm Mm-hmm. Beltran lost his job. Uh, you know, they was initially hired as the Mets manager, but his connection, you know what I mean? So, even though he's with a different you know, organization now, should there be some accountability there?
0: Yeah. I mean, did I mean, Beltran stepped down though, right? I, I didn't think he, I yeah, thought it was like a mutual, down. yeah, but no, overall points still taken. Um, Unfortunately, I think there will be some kind of punishment. I think he will face a suspension for what he dealt with um, or what he did his part in it. Um, I think they're going to do some further investigations into it. And I think once they get all that done, they're going to hand out some more. I don't think we're seeing the end of the of the punishments coming out. Uh, we saw Scotty Bowman step down. Um, we're seeing the, the organization as a whole find. We're going to see more. I think it's going to take a few days, but honestly, I, I do see Quinville getting suspended for what happened. Not fired, but I think he gets suspended because Core only got suspended. He never got fired. Agreed. So I think we definitely see a suspension at some point. Just not sure when.
2: So, um, he was saying who was, who was that guy who was doing the play-by-play in the bubble for the Flyers and Islanders series. He was awesome. Uh, was that Kenny Albert?
0: I was going to say it could have probably been Kenny Albert.
2: Because he normally does do a lot of the ho- – I don't mind Kenny Albert.
1: I don't think he's a bad uh, hockey coach. He's a player. tremendous announcer, football, hockey, mm-hmm. absolutely. Takes after I, his dad. I think he's my favorite Albert, to be honest with you.
2: Hmm. That's saying a lot. That is saying yeah. a lot because his father's a legend. Yeah. But um... What's up
0: with the moon man? Like, so can somebody explain that to me? <laughs> I flipped over to the baseball game. Every baseball game I watch, there's a moon man there. Not uh, I.
1: Sure. I don't uh, know. By don't
0: the know. way, I've seen it at the Dodgers Dodgers NLCS um, mainly. But
2: by the way, guys, Brent Burns cut his hair. He's got that shaved head. He looks like a fucking convict. Ah. Seriously, ah. 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 It, just look at his freaking headshot. It's like, yeah, that guy looks like he should be in jail. <laughs> oh. And Carlson cut his hair too, which is, and he got rid of the. Curling parts of his mustache.
0: I love, I love his hair. I love his haircut. To be honest with you. Um, I think, I think uh, Carlson looks better. He needs, he needed to get rid of the locks. I think he's playing a little bit better with the locks being gone.
2: He is. He's been contributing a lot. Getting back into the form that the Sharks were paying him to have, and they were paying him a nice, pretty penny too. So. <laughs> But Benny's saying thoughts on Emily Kaplan. I'll just say it. Not a fan. She still doesn't look comfortable. Reminds me of Rachel Nichols early in her career. What do you guys take on that?
0: I I don't know. Is is Emily Kaplan the one who's doing the, the sideline reporting today for I tonight's game? So. Because yes. if if that's her, I haven't actually heard her yet. Because I have the games on, but I have them on low, so I don't really hear anything. Um but that was uh, – I mean, she's cute. She's nice, to wa- she's nice to look at. But I haven't heard her. I haven't heard her talk yet.
1: So Yeah, I haven't I heard her really talk either. I've seen tweets of hers, and there's been some very informative, um, both NHL news as well as, like, analytical stuff. You know what I mean? Like, you know, knows the game. I need to see more because I'd be honest with you. I haven't watched – most of my hockey has been either NBC Sports or TNT. Like I've maybe watched like the first game that was on ESPN and that was it. Cause I don't know, man. Something about ESPN pisses me off. It's a lot of things ESPN. about ESPN
0: piss me off.
2: <laughs> I, I think it's just ESPN. I think that's where we can put it.
0: We're a lot Let me see here. Uh, uh,
2: let me know how hold many Hold on real quick. Old. I just want I want
0: to address, I want to address Chris's comment real quick. I don't agree with that. I don't think it's pussifying another sport. I think what it is, it's it's making sure that shit doesn't go down that doesn't need to go down, because um, as far as I'm concerned, it's all assault. It's not about being tough. It's not about any of that. It's about assault. You know, actually being a decent person to each other. It's one thing to haze people. Like we haze each other all the time. I get hazed at work. I haze the guys at my other job but it's a matter of being a decent human being and not actually assaulting one another and having people see it and not sweeping it under the rug and addressing it. What needs to be addressed? Mm-hmm. Cause not only does that it's charges charges that could be filed. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it messes people up. It really does. It messes up, up here because there's people that don't know how to deal with it. You can't get people help if nobody reports anything. You know, it's it's a it's a terrible situation that nobody should have to put up with. It's not about pussifying a sport. It's about doing what's right. It's about treating people the way they should be treated. You know, not assaulting anybody else just because you know you're a hockey player. You can take it. No, that's not what it's about. Nah, there's too he, much. There's he, too he, much of this shit going on in beer leagues and public leagues. This shouldn't be going on there either. You know, we got to put this shit aside. We need to stop acting like, you know, oh, he's just a hockey player being a hockey player. So because he plays hockey means he could be a piece of shit person. No. Mm-mm. It's about being a decent human being and doing what's right. And if somebody's getting assaulted, doesn't matter, verbal, physical, sexual, doesn't matter. That person needs to be reported. That person needs to be taken care of. Because obviously, well, somebody else in that situation is not being safe. Well, and there is a line. Is not safe.
2: There, there's a line, and it, it's obvious. And it, once you cross it, you cross it. You can't go back over. It. You know what I mean? It's just like, all right, you cross the line. Simple as that. You know, like we all, everyone knows where the line is. And if you want to cross it, cross it. But you will have repercussions. You know what I mean? That, and you know, that's the thing about sports. So, how far is that line go? You know, where is it? You know. And once you, you'll find out real fast once you hit it.
0: Yeah, and Chris, I and, I and I agree with that. Like the coach needs to be fired. Like people need to be fired for for what happened in that situation, because it all got swept under the rug. That's why they're having the investigation. That's why punishments are coming out now. It should have been handled at the time, not now. That's my point. And to say that it's pussifying the sport, I think that's just flat out wrong. To be completely honest with you, I think this sport's still the way it is. I just think we need to get under. Players and league officials and coaches and front office personnel need to get shit on lockdown. Because if guys are seeing pros do it, guys are going to do it in beer league. Guys are going to do it in public leagues. There's girls that get harassed all the time
1: because they're a girl playing hockey. It's got to stop. Oh, proper hazing. Uh, This is a guy chiming in here. I've played a fair amount of his sports, and you know, mostly baseball. I played some hockey. I played some football, right? I also pledged a fraternity in college, right? Proper hazing is twofold. It should make the person better in the long run and teach respect to your veterans. I.e., carry the bags, clean the locker room. Maybe, maybe this day and age, there's. You know, the the players don't have that hands-on. You have assistance. I get it. You still, they pay for dinner, you know, then. You know what I mean? Shit like that. Also, making them better. First on the ice, last off the ice. Work them hard in practice. Calisthenics. Ups and downs. You know what I mean? Things that are going to make the person ultimately better. And at time, it's hazing because it's, hey, I'm telling you to do it. So it's hate. You know what I mean? When it gets to assault and laying hands on people and violating that space, now you're weakening that player. You're weakening that mind to have that sharpness, almost to think that that's okay to lay hands. And let's talk about the sport that we're talking about. If you have put your hands on my teammate, we have issues. You know what I mean? So to teach that acceptance of it is going to have a less aggressive player in scrums. I don't want to be playing next to that guy. So no. it may it's counterintuitive.
0: Yeah. And, and this, is, said, this is exactly yeah, what I'm talking about yeah, here. Like, like what I'm saying, President Trump said. you talking about
2: the Blackhawk situation, the kid had his career threatened while dude held a bat at him and jerked off on him.
0: And that's my point. That's my point. That's the shit that needs now, to be reported. And, and, and nobody Chris, did anything about it. And I and agree, Chris. It is jail time.
2: And he did serve jail time because, and this is the really sad part, the Blackhawks were a reference for him getting a job at a high school and he did sexually assault one of the players at the high school. He served two years in prison for that. Should have served longer, in my opinion, but still at the end of the day, hopefully he got his ass whipped more than a few times in the prison yard. The Anyway, the point is, is that this situation, it's it goes beyond hockey. It's also about someone whose life was pretty much ruined, you know, because it's also traumatic. That's the other side of it. We don't always talk about the trauma of the situation that person's got to live with that event for the rest of their life. You know, it's like that cannot be that you can't tell me that he doesn't wake up in the morning and he doesn't go back to that. That's got to haunt him. That might haunt him before he goes to bed at night. Maybe he doesn't, maybe he went and saw a therapist and he's able to get those things under control, but still they can flare up again. You know, the traumatic event of that doesn't go away. And if you repress it, it's just going to come back even worse. So, again, the other mental side of it is even worse because that goes beyond the rink. That's someone who now has to live with that for the rest of their life, you know? It's just it's, it's, you
0: can't – yeah. It's stuff that should not have been swept under the rug. That stuff should have been taken care of the moment it happened, and nobody did it. Everybody turned a blind eye to it. Yeah. Everybody in the organization did. Yeah. And it's a shame and- because, like Maddie just said, players' career was ruined because of it.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and and the life outside of the rink, you know, mm-hmm. and that's that's uh, unforgivable, really, when you ruin somebody's life like that, and you're doing it for some sadistic pleasure. That's the that's the sick part of it. That's the well, real sick part of it. Well,
0: uh, yeah, kind of, Chris, a little bit, and that's that's kind of what some of the reminders are. Like people knew what what was going on, but nobody reported anything. Nobody said mm-hmm. anything. That's the problem. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Like it's, it's fucked up enough that the players are doing it. But, you know, and it's fucked up that it's it's going through not just the NHL, but NHL, college. You know, there's all, this is happening everywhere. And it has to stop. It does have to stop because people people are messed up because of it. Absolutely. People have mental issues because of it. People who love the sport won't play it because of things that are going on in the locker rooms before, after games. I read a story on, on a flyers group of a, of a woman who she did everything she could to, to report guys about, you know, hazing her and sending her dick pics and all kinds of other shitty stuff because she was a female playing hockey, asking her out on dates. She would report to other people what these guys were doing. These guys did nothing. These guys did nothing to these guys. All I'm saying is this shit has to stop. DB saying those
2: Blackhawks teams were messed up. They had assault misconduct going on. Patrick Sharp was sleeping with players' wives. Patty Kane getting into bar fights. I knew about Kane's situation. I did not know Sharp was sleeping around with players' wives. That, that I doesn't
0: know. surprise me. Look at Patrick Sharp. He's a I stud. mean, yeah.
2: He's a good-looking guy. So, I mean, it's not a shock that some of the wives would, you know, that he would get himself into evolving things like that. It's a shame that he did. They you are know, reincarnated.
0: Yeah. Wait, wait! Didn't they play together? Where do you think he learned it from?
2: Yeah, over in good old Philadelphia. (laughs) It's just, it's
0: just, you know, I love the sport. I do. I love most of the players that play it. I respect all the players that play it. But knowing the shit that goes on behind the scenes is, it just it it ruins it because. You know, you think these guys are admirable. You see them do great things on the ice for their kids, great things in the community. And they're sitting there abusing each other in the locker room in like four different ways. That's not how you build team chemistry. That is not how you support a teammate. Like, it, it this needs to stop. It needs to be better. And it needs to be not just the NHL. It needs to be every league. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you talked about football before, Brian. This is why I'm so fired up and passionate about this. Is that my you know, my nephew plays college football right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to hear about any of this nonsense. You know, he's a freshman. He should like, you know, he should be carrying the equipment back. That's it.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, people play this game because they love it. And then, you know, the people that love it and are playing just for the fun of it get, you know, hazed and you know certain things done to them, and it ruins the game for them. It ruins the lo- their love for the game because people are shitty. Pe- it's just a hockey player being a hockey player. No, that's a shitty person being a shitty person.
2: Yeah, you don't get a pass for bad behavior. I mean, it's sad, though, because it's like you do see it happen in other leagues, and it's more public in other hey. leagues like the NFL. How many times do you see players get you know, their lives, they do fucked up shit, and yet they get a slap on the wrist? from the league and no one gives a shit after a while. And it's like, well, you're just enabling it to continue. And people wonder why players continue to do it. It's like, cause the league does nothing about it, you know? And that's just as simple as that. The league does not a damn thing. And Jimmy saying guys, because he, he swept
0: it the- under the rug. The, the entire organization swept under the, rug. the NHL didn't probably didn't know until recently. And yeah, Chris, I mean, like I kind of get what you're saying. Like there's, there's a, there's a hazing to do about it. There is a hazing to go about it. There's there's hazing to build that. But when you're being held down by a baseball bat and a dude's gonna blow his load on you, you don't think there's something wrong with that? That's not gonna that's not gonna do anything. That's not gonna earn anybody respect. Right. That's not gonna make me want to come back into the locker room.
2: Well, Adam Butt said this. Let's one. do the he exact said, opposite. He did say the one bad apple shouldn't spoil the bunch though.
0: Correct, uh, yeah.
2: and there are good yeah. players that did not do any of that shit, and they deserve to be praised for the talent that they brought to that team. So, yes, absolutely, there were definitely talented players who weren't in on that shit. You know,
0: yeah, so, Adam, and I and I agree. The one apple doesn't spoil the whole bunch, but you know, this is this is a situation that's not just happening in Chicago. I'm sure it's happening in other leagues, other teams around the league. It's happening in other leagues around the country, probably leagues around the world. It's it's just a terrible thing that you know they think that's how how it should be because you know it's hockey players are tough. Yeah, they're tough. But in that same breath, there's a line across. There's there's proper hazing and ball busting that creates respect and creates guys that want to fight for you, and then there's what the Blackhawks did. And that's not going to do that. That's going to do the exact opposite, which I just kind of ironic because they won three cups in five years in that, in that stretch, but it is what it is. But yeah, it is, it's terrible. This is really all I'm saying. Like it's, it's, it's terrible and it just needs to stop. And it's not just the NHL. It has to stop everywhere. I've read too many stories about people getting, getting just, you know, just straight up abused and. All this other shit, because they're in a hockey locker room. Hmm. It's got to stop. It's got to stop. I, like I said, there's a right way and a wrong way, and and I see too many wrong ways to do it. And Rob broke down some of the good ways. Yeah. To haze yeah. a player.
2: Adam, Butt saying thanks for the respect, guys. No problem. Of course, Adam, Adam. Any,
0: all the time. Oh, it's I'm, we may not Adam always India. agree, but there will always be respect. Me and Chris. Now I love Chris. Chris is, is, is a member of the family. I still respect Chris. We may not see eye to eye on this, but I still respect Chris at the end of the D- day.
2: DB's funny. There is a counter that showed how many days a current or former NFL player has gone without an arrest, and the highest they got
1: was up to 30 days. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, I'm glad you brought that back, DB, because that's what I was going to say. See, in football, that seems to be the M.O. For hockey – you know they're modest folk that are not, they're you know non-egotistical, but they'll fuck your wife. It must <laughs> just be a, it must just be like a, a way of life in the hockey realm. <laughs> oh, God. and that's messed up too. That is,
2: goddamn, that's messed up too. But overall, though, you know, to finish up this conversation, Blackhawks were fined two million dollars in the end, and then on top of it as well, Stan Bowman did step down as the GM. Um, I will say this though. I kind of feel, and this is my personal opinion. No one has to agree with me. I kind of feel like that was a little light on them. And the reason why is because they punished the coyotes pretty harshly for, you know, having combines when they were told not to, where they stripped them of their first round pick that they had to trade back in. So I like, I mean, I get it. $2 million is, is a good chunk of change to lose. But when you're a team like the Blackhawks, you make that up in like five minutes. In my they, opinion. they
1: have had to give up a pick, Batty?
2: I I feel like they should have had some kind of repercussion in that regard as well. Mm. I feel like it's a little light on them. And I feel like that's not good. Um, it's not good transparency throughout the league. It's like you, you punished Arizona with taking a pick away from them. Because of a combine, you know, a combine violation. All right, compare that to the abuse and the sex scandal. That's small potatoes. That's just a, what the fuck? You're an idiot for doing the combine thing. The whole sex scandal is like, you should probably I'm not say be heavy handed, but you should show a little bit transparency with it. Little light on an original sex team, I feel. And it just is not proper, proper punishment in my opinion. You know, I prefer transparency over you don't have to be harsh with it, you know, because, I mean, they punished the shit out of the Devils for signing Ilya Kovalchuk to that long-ass contract. They took draft picks away, and they took multiple years away from them as well on top of it. So it's like, damn, Matt was harsh over things like that.
0: They're not done yet. I promise you that. They're not done handing down punishment yet.
2: I hope not. I think that's just –
0: I don't even think they necessarily – even. Like Scotty Bowman resigning, I think he did that on his own after everything came out. I don't even think that was a league thing. I don't think the league has really put out any any punishment yet.
2: All right, because so. I will I will say it's the league should do something. I'm not saying they have to be heavy handed with it, but I will say this: you should still make an example of the Blackhawks and show transparency because you did punish Arizona for a violation of the combine. You punished the shit out of the Devils for signing the Covelchuk to a massive contract. You know, and you also banned Slava Voinov from the league for the rest of his life after it came out that he was beating up his girlfriend. So I want to see transparency. That's all mm-hmm. I want to see. All I want to see from the league. You've you've treated this pretty harshly on other violations. You know, you treated Slava Voynov banned because of the beatings. You tra- you punished Arizona and you punished Kovalchuk. Well, the Devils for a couple of contract situations and a combine violation. So I want to see transparency. It's all I want to ask. You'll
0: see it. it. You'll see it. it. I think the league is still trying to to, – they're still getting info. And I think it's going to take a little while, but you will see the punishments handed down. Um, DB, I saw your comment a little, little ways back. I agree. If they weren't winning, they probably would have come out sooner. Um, Good Chris? Good point. I love you, dude. I really do. I'm with you. I don't condone abuse in any form at all. What it sounded like was what the way you said it extra hitting after practice during practice. Yeah. There's a right way and a wrong way to do it. Extra hitting, sitting at the plate, taking extra, some extra cuts after practice. Yeah. That's the right way to do it. Yep, That's the right way to do it. You know, you want to hate some, some rookies, send them on the ice by himself, making the last one, first and last one on the ice and off the ice at practice. Um, Take the team out to dinner and give them the bill. You know, there's 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 so many funner fun ways to haze haze a player. And I'm just saying, Chicago didn't do any of that. Chicago just it was it was shit that should not have ever happened to anybody. But yeah, I mean that's uh, that's all I'm gonna say. What's up, Tommy? <laughs> Oh
2: boy. a little concerned you have to believe the league had this report well before it was released. They should be acting now.
0: And then Well they just released they actually just released the uh the Jenna report today. Hmm. So that's why you saw Scottie Bowman step down and you're gonna see more you're gonna see more happen to the Chicago Blackhawks. The team was fined two uh, what was it, two million dollars? Two million. Yeah. So you're going to see more handed down. There's more people involved in this. And I think they just need to iron out some of the more details. And it's an incredibly long report. So it's going to take a little bit of time, but you will see more punishments handed down.
2: Yeah. DB saying that Voinov story was nuts. He convinced his wife to tell the police that a TV fell on her. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, Benny's nation in Russia. TV's fall on you. <laughs> oh my God. That was probably point excuse.
1: Does, I think what if the is, TV falls on
2: me?
1: What then? <laughs> oh is saying, "I think the bill is
2: theft." Remember in Sopranos when Christopher refused the bill? Not good.
0: I never <laughs> actually saw the Sopranos, so I don't know. I've always known that like uh, some of the rookie hazing has always been. You know, you take the team out, and the team makes the rookies pay. I mean, so I mean, did, it sucks if you're the only rookie on that team that day. I'm.
2: They did that so. with the. But then they, they did that with young. They they uh, hazed young blood in the movie. You know they yeah, got him. Yeah, they they the got him super fucking plastered, and they had practice the next day. They
0: um, <laughs> they did it in uh, the third Mighty Ducks movie. The varsity yep. team took the JV team out and stuck the JV team with the bill. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. excuse me, that came out of nowhere. <laughs> they stuck the JV team with the bill. They couldn't pay it. Yeah, you know, like I said, there's just there's. There's right ways and wrong ways, and yeah. and that that's that that whole scandal is just top to bottom the wrong way, and well, okay. it went from top to bottom of the organization to hide everything and sweep it all under the rug. It's just it, it's a shame because careers were ended early because of it.
1: Yeah. It could be worse. You could be Charlie Morton.
0: But yeah, I saw that <laughs> fractured yeah. fibula.
1: Yeah, Out for World Series from that mm. That's oh. not the same. Uh, we
2: we did do a top uh, hockey movie. We did it with, and we also did it with, um, I believe it was the Flyers head of player development on that show.
0: So, but we could. Uh, well, I was. It was with John yeah. Riley. It yeah. was.
2: That was good, and I believe he said "Young Blood" or "Alaska," one of the two. I think that was his choice. But he, anyway,
0: I think he went with "Young Blood." But yeah, <laughs> "Mystery Alaska" was another good one.
1: That was mine. Was it yours? Yes. I mean, it wasn't mine. It, that is mine. I should say it's my favorite.
0: <laughs> I love them all. I love them all. Yeah.
1: But um, but yeah. So, all right, gents.
2: Um, that'll pretty much do it here. So we've talked about everything that I believe we needed to talk about. Besides the Blackhawks, uh, so far the only punishment that came through on the fine. And uh, I do agree, spin the bucket from double zeros, but. We'll see what comes down the line from the NHL further. Um, Like I said, I want to see transparency. I want to see a better punishment more. Hopefully we get that in the coming weeks, you know, just to be fair to all the teams in the league. And on top of that as well, we did talk about the Flyers on a more positive thing to talk about the Flyers. We talked about their uh, other tough loss against the Panthers and their great victory against the Bruins to start off that the season series and their rivalry with them. The Flyers get to have their first matchup with the Edmonton Oilers tomorrow night at 10 for the first time in two seasons. (laughs) It's been a little bit since, uh, you know, last year. Couldn't have one. But uh, it should be interesting. The Oilers, a very dangerous offensive team. Hopefully the Flyers can shut that down and get themselves a a big victory out there. And is it still Rexall Place? What's the name of the new building?
0: I think it's Rexall Place.
2: It's still Rexall Place? Okay. I think so. Okay. And uh, hopefully they can get a big win there and start off the road trip in Western Canada the right way. Um, but then anyway, guys, we thank you all for joining us. And here is our sponsors for the show. As always, we did a body check wellness earlier. And we also talked about Manscaped, which you can get 20% off with the A D code. What are you getting rid of, Bri?
0: Drunk funk.
2: Yeah. Also, in a serious note, since we were talking about something serious, if anybody is struggling with any mental issues or addiction issues, the Counseling Center and Sunrise Detox, give them a call at 856-651-8117. Mm-hmm. Addiction is not something to sniff at. It is not something to deny. It is not something to not actually want to fix. So go take care of your addictions. And if you have a mental health issue as well, whether it's bipolarism, really bad anxiety disorder of any kind, anything you're going through, Go seek the help you need. Do not let it turn your life into a tailspin to where it's almost impossible for you to be a functioning human being outside. You know, you just you don't want it to get to that point. So, And we don't want to see a loved one go through that either. Get the help you or they need, 856-651-8117. All right. Brian, if what? the people out there enjoy Hockey Happy Hour, and if they enjoy A2DRadio.com, my man. Where
0: can they go to support us? My dude, you can yeah. always head on over to phillydrinkers.com. That's Philly Drinkers LLC. Go see Alex Einhorn. It's got all kinds of great, great H-U-D stuff over there for you. For you Eagles fans out there that are kind of over the whole Jalen Hurts thing, they have the Gardner Minshew t-shirt. They got the stash. Uh, Eagles with the H-U-D logo. That's one of our newer ones. For the Sixers fans out there, you got thrust of process. Or, you know, you're just kind of like, well, I love the shows here. We got plenty of show shirts, hoodies, hats, beanies. It's getting cold out. You need a hoodie? You need a hoodie? We got plenty of hoodies to choose from. We got zip up hoodies. We got regular hoodies. We got a Nike hoodie. Really nice Nike hoodie. And then uh, all kinds of other great stuff like mugs, all kinds of shows. Great stuff over at Philly uh, Philly Drinkers LLC. That's PhillyDrinkers.com. Alex Einhorn. Take good care of you guys.
2: Absolutely. And all campus OC twenty percent off everything in their store, including hats, shirts, and their team cornhole sets to all of their subscribers. You know they do have the rant booth that is available. Uh, I think the shore is the shore officially closed down, or is it still open? Still open? It's still open.
0: They're doing uh, they're doing the rant booth Sunday mornings before the Eagles games.
2: Okay, then. So before they do, before the season kicks in, where they shut down, go down see John Coyle. Great guy. And he's got a great store out there. And, uh, hey, if you want to go down on Friday and join in on the Ramp booth, he lets it. So it's definitely worth going and checking it out. All right. And if you have any aches and pains going on, Specialized Physical Therapy is where to go. You can find them at www.specializedphysicaltherapy.com. They just added concussion services, so that's a huge thing because obviously concussions are not something you want to you want to play around with. You want to get that taken care of as soon as possible. And if you also have any aches and pains, Brian knows he had a problem with his shoulder. He went and saw Dr. Paul, and he went to see the great staff over in, where was it, Cherry Hill
0: or Burlington? Yes, 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 Cherry Hill. Allie did a good job to start me off, but Carrie finished me. Oh, actually, I should rephrase that. (laughs) I started my regiment with Allie. Carrie finished my regiment and my shoulder feels great. My other shoulder is starting to bother me, but I'm using stuff that they taught me to kind of catch it early. So before anything really bad happens, so go check them out. They are, they are rock stars over there. Cherry Hill, Burlington County, best in New Jersey, best in South Jersey for a reason. Jimmy, yeah, pause, rewind. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, go check them out. Dr. Paul, he's our doctor. Make him yours. Specialized physical therapy. They rock. They They are the goat.
2: Absolutely. And if you are in the Levittown,
0: PA area, or if you want to take
2: a trip out to Levittown, you're not that far away, go ahead and check out Gleason's Bar, which is located at 6700 Mill Creek Ave. And you use the promo code A2D for 10% off of your order whenever you dine in, take out, or online at Gleason's Bar and Steaks.com. Check it out. Great stuff there.
0: Yeah, DB, we are family. I love my family. You guys, I love all you guys. You guys fucking rock. Hell <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, that's right. We would be nothing without you guys. And Fan Ups Flexball Contest, that is incredible. So, yeah, that's definitely true on that. But also, we wanted to say, too, that the FanUp app, definitely the best place to go for your fantasy sports. With daily NFL contests and more, you can win great prizes. And if you sign up today and you use the promo code A2D for 5,000 bonus points, that's a $50 value. All you got to do is go to FanUp.app and download it. And there you go. You can earn yourself some cash. See, we're all about you guys making money. I mean, hell. You guys take Willie Vegas' advice and you take the Money Pop podcast advice on your A2D membership. Next thing you know, you go to the Fan Up app and you start putting that shit in. And next thing you know, you're getting paid to be a member. We're paying you to be a member of A2D. So there you go.
0: I mean, you're getting paid before you sign up with Fan Up. you sign up for Fan Up, you're going to get even more money. Yeah. You're going to be rolling in that. You'll be heading into the strip clubs, making it rain. (laughs) Send out them $1 bills on them girls.
2: Yeah. But before you start shooting out that how about this you want to get a nice watch too right before you go you want to show off that you got some money and want to have a fancy little watch or if you're more of a casual person want to have a casual watch just to check the time and you don't want to reach into your pocket and pull out the phone every five minutes and also if you just want to have a nice watch for maybe athletic wire just in case you're you know going to yoga or you're into the gym do a lift some weights you hit the bag a little bit you know They got everything for you over at lotterrain.com. If you need a watch, use the A2D code, 10% off your order. You can use your earnings. Get yourself a nice little timepiece right there.
0: And then you know what time to go to the strip club and spend the rest of those fan-up winnings, you know? (laughs)
2: Ah, That's right. That's right. And have a flashy watch, too, while you do it. And let's see here. And if you are looking to buy or sell a home or change a career in brokerage, Alan Foy at eXp Realty LLC at 302-682-8820. Visit him at alan.foy at eXpRealty.com, ladies and gentlemen. That's the place to go when you're making a move. It's very, very important to get that right. Alan Foy is the guy to make sure it's done right. So take a look at him. And Why
0: are you taking shots?
2: People are you just shots. got
0: here. You just <laughs> got here and you're taking shots. You got here like five minutes ago.
2: <laughs> um, and by the way, folks, because it is coming up, Halloween will be here soon enough. Uh, this year, uh, Paddywhack invites you to be a part of their contribution to the Phil Abundance Camp Out for Hunger and mention Money Pot on Halloween for 10% off your bill at Pattywack. So, hey, it's a great, great cause for everything you know taking care of hunger Hunger is a terrible thing to see it's a great thing to give some money to and give some contribute to so definitely check that out and uh, don't forget to mention money pot
0: yeah this is something to definitely get behind um, the fill abundance is, is is great they always do a great job with their with their charity work and getting out to the uh getting food out to the people who need it the most especially this time of year it's getting starting to get colder um, so definitely 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 take care of this for sure.
2: Absolutely. And finally, our show sponsor, Body Check Wellness. You can use the promo code A2D for 25% off of your order. Hey, listen, guys, those products, they're going to give you a great quality of life. Check it out. Riley Cote created them and uh, I'll tell you this, Rob can tell you right now, he's been using them. They've been doing him a great service. They help, promote focus and clarity. They help you with dieting. They help you with so much. So check out body check wellness and get 25% off with the A2D code. All right, guys. So we thank you for joining us for this edition of the Hockey Happy Hour. Next week next week we'll be coming at to you I think we guys think we should start at seven. I think we should start at seven for the game.
0: I mean, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. All right. I'm not so even might- necessarily sure I'm even going to get the game so
2: Uh. (laughs) Well, we might be able to start up at 7 o'clock, maybe not, but we will definitely start up at 8 if that is the case to catch the Flyers versus the Coyotes and give you guys live reactions for a Flyers game for the first time, hopefully and most likely not the last time this season. So we'll see you guys next week for that. Stay tuned for it, and stay tuned for all the other great shows here at A2D Radio. But until then, guys, peace and love. Take care of yourselves out there, everyone
0: be good to each other
2: oh and happy halloween
0: that too